Blog Talk Radio. You are good, and your love. 
begin this Bible study in Luke 17. Praise the Lord. Praise you, God. Thank you, Jesus. Luke 17. Hallelujah. Verse 20. I'm going to go briefly over it. It is just a wonderful revelation there the Lord gave us in His Word. Uh, we talked about the, the, the earthquakes and, the earthquake and those tsunami warnings that are, are, that are being um, uh, Warren Mara, Ecuador, they just had a 7.8 earthquake that killed 78 people. Japan had another earthquake the day before that killed 29, 28 people. And, and so there is so much going on right now around the world. So much people are dying through earthquakes. Uh, we, we two days ago on the Lord's Tower, we've been talking about the earthquake that is coming to California, a great warning of earthquake to California that the Lord is saying is close, is closer than ever. Praise the Lord. And so we are warning about these things, brothers and sisters. Praise the Lord. And so in this Bible study that we're sharing here at home, uh, praise the Lord. We're going to talk about these things because we know that these things are happening and the Word of God is being fulfilled. And as we read uh, Luke 17, verse 20, brothers and sisters, we're going to share what Jesus said. Uh, Luke 17 is very radical to me. It's a very radical chapter uh, regarding to the end time, more radical than Matthew 24. And that's why I like to go to Luke 17, brothers and sisters, because it, it destruction is what is coming. And before Jesus comes into the scene, before the Lord takes his bride home, the bride is going to see uh, many signs of destruction. Not as big as in the tribulation, but the destruction will increase. Praise the Lord. The destruction will be very evil. Praise the Lord before the coming of Jesus. And many Christians will lose faith. If your faith is not founded in the Word of God, it's not founded in Christ, many people will lose faith. And that's why we're encouraging people to stay in repenting and fasting. Uh, uh, repent daily and fast at least one day a week. But continue to seek the Lord every day. Continue to repent and seek His presence. Watch and pray. As the Word of God says, because things are happening Fast. It's happening very fast. And we believe the circuit in California is very close to begin. Praise the Lord. So we want to make sure we are warning. We are sounding the trumpet. Hallelujah. As messenger of the Lord, we want to sound the trumpet. We want to warn the wicked that God says to seek you of the wicked way. Hallelujah. That if we see the sword, we need to we need to. We see the judgment, the sword, we need to make the warning. We need to speak up, brothers and sisters. Praise the Lord, because many people will lose their life. And if we warn them, uh, their blood will not be on us, but will be on them. Praise the Lord. So we have a responsibility. In Luke 17, 20, praise the Lord, Jesus began speaking to the Pharisee. And when he was demanded of the Pharisee, when the kingdom of God should come, he answered them and said, The kingdom of God coming, hallelujah, now with observation, not something that they can see. Because men don't want to walk by faith, but they want to walk by sight. 
And that's not how God works. That's not how God established it in His Word. The righteous should walk by faith if it wants to please the Lord. We are to walk by faith, brothers and sisters. Verse 21 says, Neither should men say, Lord, here, Lord here, Lord there. For behold, the kingdom of God is within you. Those that are people are seeking of the outside flesh, hallelujah, is not of God. We should be seeking of God to fill us inside with His Holy Spirit. Because His Holy Spirit dwells within us, brothers and sisters. Praise the Lord. His Holy Spirit dwells within us. And we should be seeking of God to fill our life, our land with oil. Our life with the Holy Spirit of God. That is within us. The Holy Spirit dwells within us. We've been sealed with the Holy Spirit to the day of redemption, the Word of God says. So it is very important that we understand that we've been sealed with the Holy Spirit. Praise the Lord. And that we should seek more of God to fill us more with His Holy Spirit. Praise the Lord in these last days. Verse 22. And He said unto His disciples, the days will come when ye shall desire to see one of the days of the Son of Man, and ye shall not see it. Praise the Lord. This also can be said that they will not go into last to the end when Jesus returned for his bride. Because they will be taken home afterwards. Praise the Lord. And leave that one as, as that. Verse 23. Then, then they shall say to you, Behold here, or behold there, but go not hither. Neither follow them. If you follow a leader who is corrupted in the word. In other words, if you follow a leader who, who is embracing homosexuality in the churches. And abortion. Because some leaders are telling young women that it's okay to have an abortion. Because God understands that you cannot raise that child. That is false. That is against the word of God. Other, like the Hilton Church in New York, is embracing homosexual into the ministry. It came out on the news. They put it out on the news. Because of the media, the, the unbeliever, the heather, hallelujah, the heathen, are seeking to, to, to check with the churches whether they are going to embrace homosexuality because the Supreme Court have approved homosexuality in the 50th state of the United States. Hallelujah. Homosexuality, homosexual can get married now in all 50 states of the United States. Brothers and sisters, the Supreme Court approved this. And so now the media and the heathen are checking with pastors and leaders whether they are going to embrace the law. I hope the law. And yet God has called us to hope the law. But when the law breaks the word of God, or when it go against the word of God, which we cannot stand for the law. We cannot stand for abortion and we should not stand for homosexuality. Although they might even throw us in jail. So we have to be very clear about this. Praise the Lord. Verse 23. And they shall say unto you, Behold here, behold there, but not go all to follow them. Don't be a follower of those pastors that are teaching these things. And one of the, one of the church members contacted me after hearing me and the Lord tell about this and said, I'm in one of those churches. What should I do? And I told him, pray and get out. Pray and get out. Praise the Lord. In Virginia, I believe it was from, the, from one of the churches in Virginia. Praise the Lord. Verse 24. For as the lightning of the lighted out of the out of one part of the under the heaven shine unto the other part of the heaven, so shall the Son of Man be in his day. When Jesus comes, his light come with him. You cannot be in Christ and be in darkness. 
When he comes, his light comes. When he comes into your light, into your life, his light comes into your life, and you can see and understand all these things. For for Christians who embrace homosexuality and abortion and all these things, it's an abomination to God. That is not the church of Christ. That is not the church from which Christ died on the cross, brothers and sisters. If you are one of the churches, you need to get out. You need to get out. Amen. Verse 25. But first must be, he suffered many things, and be reproved of the generation. We are being called to suffer, as Christ suffered. We are going to suffer. We are going to go through pain and suffering before we get to go home to heaven, brothers and sisters. Praise the Lord. A lot of Christians don't like to suffer. A lot of Christians, when you talk about suffering, they don't like it. Why should I suffer, they say. Because Jesus, the prophet, suffered. And we will also suffer. Amen. Praise the Lord. That generation, hallelujah, Jesus suffered because they will not repent of their sins. He was the light among them. And although they saw their sins because Christ was there lighting enough for them, they did not repent. The sins were very clear before their eyes because the light of Christ was in there. And when that light comes into your life, you can clearly see your sin. Praise the Lord. And what you need to do is after is repent. Daily repenting is a must for us. Verse 26, I'm sorry. As it was in the days of Noah, so it should be in the day of the Son of Man. Praise the Lord. These are the set days of the Son of Man. Although he was talking about his return. But these are the days when through the Holy Spirit, Jesus is working in our lives to repent. To get us ready to come home to heaven. Heaven is our home. And He is working in our heart, in our life, brothers and sisters, today. Today He's been working in our life for us to repent and come close to Him. Because when He comes, that is the end. He comes to put an end to sin, to evil. And those that are, have His Holy Spirit, those that are saved, those that still have the seal. Because that's all you need, a seal. From God, for the devil not to touch you. Praise the Lord, for the devil not to take your soul. You have to have that seal. When you, he comes and you have that seal, you get to go home with him. You get to go home to heaven. That means you belong to, to him. That's why whoever takes the seal of Satan, Brother Elby, what is that, the seal of Satan? The mark of the beast, Revelation 13. That is the seal of Satan. God has put a seal in us of the Holy Spirit. But when someone takes the seal of Satan, the mark of the beast, in the right hand or on the forehead, the DNA, the whole life begins to be changed. It will be the last decision they will make in their life voluntarily because everything else will be taken away from them. God will not forgive those that get the mark of the beast. The system of the RFID, Obamacare. We need to stay away from that. You need to stay away from that Obamacare, Mark of the Beast, RFID ship. Praise the Lord. Because that is killing many people. It has killed even Christians. We cannot be part of that. It's killing. See, the seal of God, which is His Holy Spirit, gives us life. The seal of the devil gives people dead. Brings dead into their life. That's why we cannot get to see what Satan, the RFID, the mark of the beast, because it gives people dead. It kills them. The seal of God will give you life, the Holy Spirit. 
Bible said in verse 27, they ate, they drank, they married wives in giving marriage until the day Noah went into into the into the ark. You see how they marry wives. They have more than one. They were breaking God's commandment. They marry wives more than once. They were breaking God's commandment. The union that God set in the garden between one man and one woman, the, and one woman, the constitution of marriage was being broken in the times of Noah. Why did God did not save these people? Because the same thing that is happening today with marriage, now that the Supreme Court has said between a man and a man and a woman and a woman, was going on in the times of Noah. They marry wife more than one. The constitution of marriage was broken by their action and their behavior and their disobedience. So it's happening today. They ate, they drank, they marry wife, and they give into marriage until the, until the day that Noah went into the ark. And to the day that Noah went into the ark, that means that although Noah was a preacher of righteousness, they did not listen and they did not repent. Until the day, that very day, that very hour, Noah walked into the ark, they were still, still doing the same sin. They were still living the same lifestyle. And they did not repent. Repenting is so important. And what happened after that? After Noah entered the ark? The flood came. Because the word of God will be, is going to be fulfilled. People think because God is having us to warn them of destruction. That because a few years have gone by and nothing has happened. That nothing will happen. They are mistaking God. They are misunderstanding God. They are misunderstanding God's word. The flood came. The judgment is going to come. The Lord spoke to me that judgment is close. Very close to judgment that is going to come. And what happened when the judgment came? All these people that will have many wives that were doing all this evil. And destroyed them all. God is going to destroy the wicked. God is going to root out the wicked. It's going to eliminate those that are breaking his commandment. Because God likes to start over with a new generation as he did with the children of Israel. Those that came out of Egypt did not enter the promised land. They were destroyed in the wilderness. And God began with the children again. So what God does to this generation, he will begin with a new generation. He will destroy the old, the disobedient old generation. And begin with a new generation is what God telling prophet Ephraim. I am beginning new with a new generation. Because this old generation do not take heed to my word, my message. Praise the Lord. Verse 28. Likewise, so it was in the days of law. In the days of law, homosexuality. We were discussing that. Why, my wife said, why did the law, law offer his daughter to, to the man that was trying to break into his house? Because what they were going to do was they were going to practice the homosexual lifestyle. They wanted to marry maybe these men, these angels. And law, being a man of righteous, 
said, no, let them marry my 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 daughter better. Because see, homosexuality begins one way, but it will end up with marriage. Look how it ends up in the United States and around the world. With marriage. So what they wanted to do was marry these men. Marry them. But that's not the end of homosexuality. It will lead people to violence. Violence. It will lead people to abuse other people. Because people's rights are being taken. When the Constitution is broken, what else do people have? What law do people have? None. Likewise, it was in the days of law. Same thing. Jesus is explaining to them. It was the same situation that was going on in Noah's time, was going on in law time. The same sin, the same demon, the same behavior, the unrepenting behavior. Violent, Genesis 6 says, was on the earth in those days. Violence. Look now with the campaign for president this year, 2016. Hallelujah. With Donald Trump, every, almost everywhere Donald Trump goes, Chicago, riot. Riot. And more riots are still being won by the media. The more riots will come as the election comes closer. There have been several riots already in different states with Donald Trump, wherever they go. And who are the ones starting these things? Mostly homosexual and lesbian begin these riots. That's what the media is showing. Why are they, why are they being shown on the media on CNN? Because that's what's happening. That's what's going on. Like why is it happening in this end time too? They ate. They had, a, they had abundance of food for what I see. They drank. They look, they look like they have abundance of alcohol. What do you see on television? Being announced all the time. Beer and beer and alcohol. In medicine, bad medicines. The side effect of own medicines can kill you. Can destroy your lung, can destroy your heart, can destroy your liver. Why would you take a medication that, that one of the side effects can kill you? It can kill you. Can send you to hell. Be careful with medication, taking medication. Pray before you take any medication. Because these medications are evil. These are evil companies, greedy companies that are not taking the money, are not putting the money into the research to remove these side effects because they could remove the side effects. They have the technology to remove the side effects from this medication. But they are not willing to invest. They want to be cheap. And put your life in danger. Now is they're practically saying to you, life costs nothing to us. We don't care whether you die. Because the side effects can kill you, destroy your heart. Who can live without a heart? Without your lung, you can't live without these things. And the side effect can destroy those things. They're being cheap. They're not paying for the science. To remove these side effects, because they could remove it. They have the technology for many years. But these companies are about making money. Be careful with medication and the side effects. Pray before you take any. Pray that the Lord will heal you. By His stripe, by His wound, we are healed. Claim His promise. Isaiah 53, 
Verse 4 and 5. Very important. They sold housing. Housing is so terrible in these last days. They sold. Same housing program, I guess, was going on in the days of law. In the days of no one law, they were making a lot of money with housing. How many families in the U.S. and around the world have lost their home to the banks? It's all about making money. They sold. Money, money, money. They didn't care for those families. Family with children losing their home. That's exactly what is going on in, in these last days. Same thing that went on in the days of law and the days of Noah. Similar scenario. They planted. Planting. We've been talking about planting fruit and that. Their company taking away people's land and people's right to plant because they own the sea. Even planting has been so evil around the U.S. and around the world. Companies are claiming the right to the sea and are putting people in jail. I've seen this on television. Even planting is becoming evil. They build. They keep building and building companies, making money on, on people and raising the rent. Rent afford, It's hard for people to afford rent because rent prices have gone up. And everyone, everyone raises their own price of whatever they want. Brothers and sisters. In the building, they also use cheap material. When they got the good material, but the same money, they do that. Verse 29. But in the days the law went, in, went out of Sodom, there will be a day that God is going to say, Come out from among them, my people. He says that in Revelation 18. Come on from among them, my people. God called law to come out of Sodom and Gomorrah. Come on from among them. You have to make the decision. God is leading us here in Asheville, North Carolina, to build a community for thousands of people, five thousands or more. It's not an easy job to do. And we are about to begin this job, God willing, brothers and sisters. But we need a lot of laborers to help us with the labor, to make the room inside the steel building. I know God will send a lot of brothers. He showed me, he would. At least 200 brothers to begin this work. Man. Brothers and sisters, it's not going to be easy. It's going to be a lot of work. But we need to come from among them. If you are in a town, the homosexual has been approved in a church, mostly in a church, you need to come out from that church. Homosexuality in the altar, in the church, is not in a good place. How would you explain that to your children when you read the Word of God in the church? And the children are looking up at two men kissing. Two women kissing. How do you explain that to them? How do you explain homosexuality to children? When the word of God teaches us it's an abomination. Praise the Lord. It, it rains fire and brings them from heaven and destroy them all. God, this is an abomination, this word to God. And there will be fire coming from heaven destroying all of these people that are practicing these things. All this evil. Fire God, fire, Father God is so angry of their sinful way. Their unrepentant sinful way that he's going to destroy them. We see fire and brimstone. Meteor coming from outer space. NASA has been talking about this meteor and been lying about the days. Because why? They don't want people to panic. They don't want people to be scared. 
And when we listen about the media, about these, these, these uh, how the media that are about to hit the earth, come close to the earth, are very close. They're going around our space. And the Bible said in the book of Joel that God has reserved them for the day of judgment, these stones in space and the cloud. And they're going to come. And the days of vengeance, the days of judgment is about to come. One meteor will hit soon close to Puerto Rico. It will create a mega tsunami that is going to destroy Florida, New Jersey, New York, part of Boston, and many other states, Maryland, Washington. God is already telling people to get out. He's speaking to them through dreams and vision directly. When God speaks through a vision or a dream, I had someone say, God spoke so clear to me through a dream for me to get out of Florida. And God spoke to her twice. And then she, she contacted me for a confirmation. And I said, dear sister, why do, you need, why do you need God to confirm this to you through me? If God himself has spoken to you twice already, clearly, you said, the dreams and vision. You just need to be obedient. People are willing to fast, but are not willing to be obedient. Well, obedient is better than sacrifice. Obedient is better. Obedient is better than you say, I'm here in Florida, I'm going to build the biggest church for the Lord. That is a sacrifice. What about your obedience? God telling you to get out. If you are in California, San Francisco, by now you should be getting out unless the Lord told you to stay, which I find it difficult that the Lord told you to stay. But God got his plan with everyone, though. But you should be getting out of Florida, out of Maryland, out of Washington, out of New Jersey, out of New York, and out of downtown Boston. You should be getting out of, out of Atlanta also. There are many places that people should be getting out because they're going to be wiped out very soon. And millions are going to die. Millions are going to die. They should be getting out. What are they waiting for? Disobedience. There's so much disobedience in the body of Christ today. So much disobedience to God, our Creator. We need to be obedient. Pray to the Lord. Every day cry out to Him to help you to be obedient. I'm telling you, when you call people to fast, yes, yes, I can fast a day. I can fast even a week, they say. But we're obedient, they have a problem. We need to be obedient. It's very important. It's better than sacrifice, the Bible says. Verse 30. After these examples, look what God says they are. In Luke 17, 30. These examples. What does your Bible say there, brother? Even thus shall it be the day when the Son of Man is revealed. Praise the Lord. In your Bible? After these examples, shall it be in the day when the Son of Man is revealed? There will be so much destruction when Jesus comes in the second coming. But before he does, he's going to rapture. He's going to catch her up. He's going to depart a, a, a bride to heaven to meet the Lord in the clouds of the Apostle Paul. The bride of Christ is a special bride. She don't stay to see the destruction. She don't stay to see the tribulation. They are God's special children like Noah and Law. Law, Noah were special children. They were safe from the destruction. 
They escaped the destruction. They were delivered by God from the destruction. So will God supernaturally deliver his bride. God delivered no, uh, law supernaturally. He sent his angel. He sent his angel to deliver law. Supernaturally he delivered him. Come on, come on, come on. Until we get you here, the destruction will not begin. We need to get you here. Out of here. Because God is going to destroy this place, the angel said. Very obedient to God. We need to get you out of here. God's going to destroy this place. So they, they grabbed law. They grabbed the family. Let's go. And they went up to the mountain with law. He even begged them that he wanted to go to another place there. No, I want to go to this place. Huh. Why is he begging them? Because they, they were grabbing him. They were having a hold of him. Come on, come on, come on. The, the angels are going to grab hold of the bride of Christ. In the day of the rapture, they are not going to let go of the bride. Once they get order from the Lord, I want, when the Lord says, I want this one, I want that one, I want that one, I want that one. What happened when the, when the man that came in the middle of the night and stole the sea? And Jesus was telling, was telling the parable of the man who went and planted in his field. Planted his field, and his enemy came in the middle of the night, the parable of the sea. And he pl and, the, and the man came, which was Satan, the planted his evil. And I'm not going to go into details about that. But I, what I want to say is, the Lord said, no, leave on. Leave on to grow together. That on the end, God's going to send his angels to separate his. To separate the wheat from the tear. And what happened? God sent his angel to separate the wheat from the tear. That's the rapture there. That's also a second coming, but that's also a rapture. God sent his angel. I saw that one night. Jesus showed me the, the trumpet sound. And I saw the angel coming from heaven. Huge angel grabbing hold of people. They have their arm around their chest. Someone have their arm around their arm. And boom, went up with them. I, was, I thought it was so amazing. And when I looked at parable of the, uh, of the wheat and the tear, I said, wow. It's exactly what Jesus said. It's the, they, the same way they had law. That law was begging them. Can I go there? Can I go? Why was he begging to them? Because they had hold of him. They're not going to let go of you. Because they have order from Christ to bring you home in the rapture and the departing. And they're caught up in the air. After these assembled shall it be in the day when the Son of Man is revealed. Of that day... He that is upon the house is the second coming. His staff in his house, let him not come down to take it out. And he that is in the field likewise, let him not turn back to that he left behind. People are so worried about material stuff. <laughs> and we should not be so, so worried, overwhelming, concerned for material because they're all going to perish. Even this land and all that the guy is going to give. He's going to use it temporarily, but at one, but at one time it's going to be destroyed. We'll leave everything behind. You cannot take some of this stuff to heaven. You cannot put a hundred dollars in your pocket and take it to heaven. It will be of no use in heaven anyway. Praise the Lord. It will be worse than toilet paper. Verse 32. Remember last wife. What happened to last wife? Well, God says, Remember. What did she do? 
Oh, she missed her house. She missed her home. She missed how beautiful her kitchen looked, her bathroom looked, and all that. She looked back. She she missed leaving all the material stuff she had. She must have a lot of material stuff. Because God bless her. Law was rich. Can you imagine her furniture, her expensive was? Probably made of oak. Huh? You imagine how expensive her, her, everything her, her everything she had, her bathroom set, her, her bed. Man, it must have been one of the most beautiful beds in Sodom because Law was rich. And until they bought the beds, her clothing must have been, oh man, all linen, all expensive stuff. Those dress she has, it must have been beautiful dress, different colors and all that. She was going to miss all this material. She looked back when it was told to them not to look back. Praise the Lord. And she had daughters. Her daughter got saved. But she didn't because she looked back and she turned into salt. Why did she turn into salt and not stone or anything else? I may ask. Because we are the salt of the earth. When a Christian goes into disobedience, our life is full of salt. We're salt before we turn into disobedience. So because the judgment was so quick, she turned into salt. Because we are the salt of the earth. That must have been shining salt because we are also light of the earth. Have you thought about that one? We are the salt of the earth, Jesus said. She turned into salt. Because it was so, you know, in the moment she came out of Sodom and Gomorrah, she was still a daughter of God. She was still saved. Isn't that true? She was saved. She had the Holy Spirit in her. But in the moment she disobeyed, she turned into soul. She could, you know, if she was not into disobedience, she could have turned into a stone, wood, or something else. But she turned into salt. Praise the Lord, because we are the salt of the earth. That's why we're here to give everything taste. We are the salt. She turned into salt. Praise the Lord. Verse 33. Whosoever will seek to save a soul. Because everyone, everyone is seeking to save the soul. That's why people are joining a cult. Religion. They think those are the way for them to save their soul. They're trying to save their soul. To lose it. Because only Christ can save your soul. Salvation can only come through Christ. There is no other man in which man can be saved but Jesus Christ. Jesus is the truth. The life. And the way. No one comes to the Father said through him. John 14, 6. There is no salvation under heaven. Under, under no name. Under no other there is salvation but Jesus Christ. Only people can say there can be salvation in Buddha and Muhammad and all those things, but that's not true. There's only salvation that God is salvaged through His own Son, Jesus. Jesus Christ is the only one. I had a Muslim listen to the Lord Jawa. He says, when you said that Jesus Christ was the only one, I felt this touch in my, in my life. I felt so convicted that I was true, he, he says. He gave his life to Jesus right there, listening to the Lord Tower. He began to repent right there. He says his life has been changed for over a year now. 
Praise the Lord. This is why we need to continue. The Pope cannot save you. The priest cannot save you, but Jesus Christ only. The Pope cannot, re cannot repent for your sin, cannot bring your sin to God, but only you have to repent. You have to be responsible for your own sins. I had a, a, a dear friend, a nun in the church listening to the Lord's Hour. And the moment she got convicted right there to give her life to Jesus, she gave her life to Jesus in the Catholic Church she was still. She gave her life to Jesus, and we had, I believe it was a healing service, and the Lord baptized her with the Spirit. And she got saved, and she said, Brother Obi, I thank you because it was you that got used to save my soul. I've been in the church for so many years, and now listening to the Lord's Tower, I got saved, she says to me. From Rome! Rome! Especially when I tell them that the Pope cannot repent for your sin. Don't repent your sin to the Pope. Repent unto Jesus right where you are in your own home, in your own bathroom, in your own house. Get on your knees and say, Lord, I'm a sinner. I repent of my sin. I believe you died for me on the cross and was raised on the third day. Jesus, write my name in the book of life. I gave my life. I give my life to you, Jesus. Right there where you are. Give your life to Jesus, whoever you are. Jehovah witnesses too. Jesus Christ is the only way to the Father. Not only He is a Savior, He's a mediator. He is God Almighty. Jehovah Witness don't believe that Jesus Christ is God Almighty, but it says that in the book of Revelation, He is the Almighty. It says in the book of Revelation, He is. So we have to tell people that Jesus Christ is the Almighty in order for them to come to the true and be saved. Come to receive salvation in their life. I hope more Catholics are listening, more Jehovah Witnesses, more more Buddha believe. Chinese. Man, I get so excited. Chinese are joining me on Facebook. So they hear the Lord's hour touching their heart and their life in China. They're coming to the Lord. I hope more of the Lord's hour reach out to China through India. I get email from India. People listening in India of the Lord's hour life. Being touched by God, and they thank me for God using me. But our glory goes to the Lord. Repent your sin to the Lord. There are more than 1,000 God in India that are not true, that are false. Same thing in China. Many gods. The dragon is not the God. The dragon is Satan. Satan is no good, Father. He's evil. Satan cannot save anyone. Satan is here to accuse us. He's the accuser in Revelation 12. Of the brethren, Satan is the accuser. He's not here to save you. He's here to accuse you before God. Accuse you of your sin, especially if you are not repenting. When he accuses you, he has the right to send his demon to attack you and try to give you a heart attack or a stroke. Take you out quickly. Don't believe the devil. Believe Jesus. Give your life to Jesus. Give your life to the Lord. Repent of your sin. Salvation can only come to Christ, Jesus, and no one else. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, God. Thank you, Lord. Verse 32. Whosoever will seek to save his soul, to lose it. Whosoever to lose it, shall gain it life. If you give your life to Jesus. Hallelujah. You gave it to him. It's in his hand now. He has hold of your life. When you die, you'll be with Him. 
Praise you, Lord. You will go to heaven if you die before this coming. Or if you get raptured, you will also be with him forever. For we will be with the Lord, said the Apostle Paul. So he talked about the departing. We are going to be with Jesus. That's what's important. Nothing else is important in this life. That our life is in his hand and we will be with him. Give your life to Jesus. Praise you, Lord. Don't matter what congregation, what church you are in, repent of your sin to the Lord Jesus, to God Almighty. Start repenting your sins to the priest, to the Pope, or to anyone. Repent your sins to Jesus. The Pope is not the way. Jesus Christ is the way. The Pope is not the truth. Jesus Christ is the truth. The Pope is not the life. Jesus Christ is the life. Don't pray to Mary, neither. It is a sin for you to, re hallelujah, to pray for, to Mary. Mary as a woman of God was holy in her time, in her days. But Mary is in heaven. Mary cannot do anything for you, but Jesus Christ can. Because Jesus Christ says at the right hand of the Father, He is the Son of God. But Mary cannot sit at the right hand of the Father. Only Jesus. Only Jesus can forgive your sin. Your transgression, your trespasses, not Mary. Don't pray to Mary. It's an abomination. It's a sin before God. It's idolatry. No idolater will inherit the kingdom of heaven, the word of God says. You cannot go to heaven if you remain in idolatry, worshiping Mary, praying to Mary. Repent. That's a sin. Don't marry if it don't matter if you are in the Catholic Church. Praise the Lord. It don't matter. You need to repent. Your sin, your transgression, your trespasses. All of us need to repent to Jesus. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Jesus. Verse 33. Whosoever will seek to save his soul shall lose it. But whoever shall lose it should get, get a life. Verse 34. I tell you, in this night there shall be two, one in bed. The one should be received and the other should be left. One will be taken, the other will be left. That's how the rapture, because not everyone is repenting. That's why everyone is called to repentance. Because there will be one repenting. Him or she will be taken home. The other one who's not repenting, who's just a religious person, is going to be left behind. Religion cannot save you, but only Jesus Christ. God did not give us religion. God gave us His Son to us. God knows that religion just made people a slave. But Jesus makes us free. Oh, I thank you, Lord. Religion makes us a slave. Jesus, hallelujah, will make us free. John 8, 32 and 36. 8, 32 says that thou shalt know the truth. And the truth will set you free. It's verse 36 says of John 8. It's the Son who the Son set free, it is free indeed. Jesus Christ sets us free. Religion enslaves us, bounds us to sin and evil. God have mercy. We are not religious. We are saved by Christ. It is a belief in Christ. It is a faith in Christ. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Two women should be grinding together. People will be working together in factory, in the field, in different places when the rapture occurs. It will be a regular day when the rapture occurred. Yes, but the whole matter is that we are ready to be caught up in the air together to meet the Lord in the cloud. That's what's important, that we are ready, that we are repenting. The one should be taken 
and the other one should be left. The one that is ready will go. It's like the parable of the ten virgins. Five were wise and the other five were foolish. Why were they foolish? Because they did not prepare their life with oil, with the Holy Spirit of God to fill them. That's why he said, don't look at here, look at there. Because it's within the Holy Spirit will dwell within you and nine. God was looking forward. He spoke it through the prophet for the day where he will put out his spirit upon all flesh. The Spirit of God has been put upon all flesh. That's why we have the Holy Spirit in our lives. Because God said through the prophet Joel 2.28 that in the last day, says the Lord, he will put his Spirit upon all flesh. And that's why we can prophesy. That's why we're having dreams and vision because that's the way God chose to speak in the last days. These are the days of Lord, the days of Noah. People are living a foolish life. A life without God, thinking that it is fine, it's okay. It is a lie. They're being deceived. It's not okay to live without the Lord. Without the Holy Spirit of God, it's not okay to live. If you are a Christian, and you know you don't have the Holy Spirit because of your sinful life, begin to repent. Begin to cry out that you will be sealed with the Holy Spirit. And if you have not been baptized, that you will also be baptized. Because it says in the book of Luke, I'm sorry, look in the book of Mark. I'm going to go there. This is not being preached, but I got to share this. In the book of Mark, I got to share what it says there. And then I come back to look. Oh, God, have mercy. The word of God needs to be preached. I said, it's written. Not as people think it is. Brothers and sisters, we need to believe the word of God. Thank you, Jesus. It says in Luke, uh, I'm sorry, in Mark 16. Verse 15, and he said unto them, his disciples, Go ye unto all the world, and preach the gospel unto every creature. He that should believe and be baptized shall be saved. Baptism is part of salvation also. Some people say no. Of course it is, it's in the word of God. He that should believe and be baptized shall be saved. But he that will not believe shall be damned. If you don't believe it with the word of God, you'll be damned, the word of God says. And these tokens shall follow them that believe. In my name they shall cast out devil. And shall speak with new tongues. New tongues are the signs of the Holy Spirit. And to take away serpents. And they shall drink any deadly thing that shall not hurt them. They shall lay their hand upon the sick and they shall be recovered. Deadly things are being put in drink in the water. Preservatives that are killing the unbeliever. Many people are dying for the things they're putting in medication and many things. The Bible says that if we take these things, they will not kill us. If we take these things, not knowingly, things that they put in there, it will not kill us. It will kill the, unbelief, the unbeliever, but it will not kill the Christians that are saved, that are walking by faith. Pray over anything you take. Any pill, including water. I just heard a report, uh, I believe it was last night, how even water is contaminated. And there's a governor, I, I, I remember the state of this governor, it was on the news, that he's coming to set up laws and rules and regulation for water because uh, drinking water is being contaminated by many things, he says. And that alone is an eye-opening to us. 
water is being contaminated. Pray over your water before you drink, over your coffee, over your tea, over your food, over everything. Pray over it. Don't just drink it. Don't just take it without praying for them. And by faith it will be cleansed. The Lord will cleanse it. Praise the Lord. It's very important, my brothers and sisters, that we stay tuned to the Word of God. Stay tuned in the Word of God. It's very important. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Verse 36 of Luke 17. Two should be in the field. One should be received and the other one should be left. The, the, the person that is next to that other person, the rapture happened. Like with the foolish virgin. The five was taken by the Lord. But the other one stayed crying. Lord, 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 they say. They wanted to go home. They know the rapture happened and they stay. They were vomit out. They were left behind. It's not the plan of God that we are left behind, brothers and sisters. It's not the, part of the plan of God. The plan of God is that we will be saved. Because left behind, I mean judgment. Left to judgment. Left to destruction. It's not the plan of God that we will be destroyed. It's not the plan of God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. He wants to save us. He wants to deliver us. Hallelujah. The Bible says in Matthew 25, 11, Afterward came also the other virgins, saying, Lord, Lord, open to us. The cry went out. They were crying that Jesus will have mercy and save their soul too. But because they did not prepare in the Holy Spirit within, they did not prepare the light to be filled with the Holy Spirit, they were not, re they were not ready to be taken home. And what did Jesus say to them? That's very important. But he answered and said, Barely I said unto you, I know you not. You are not part of my flocks. If you are not preparing for Jesus, you are not part of his flocks. You are not part of his sheep. You are not part. Because you are not being obedient. God is not a God of, of the disobedient. God is a God of the righteous, the obedient. Obedience is better than sacrifice, brothers and sisters, in these last days. God will prefer that we be obedient and not disobedient because we will be part of the destruction. We will be part of the judgment. That's why God says so you don't take part in her judgment. Talking about, uh, hallelujah, the worldly church, Babylon, the worldly system. If we don't want to take part in the judgment that God is going to bring upon them, we need to come out of them. If you are in a church practicing homosexuals and lesbians and abortion, get out of there. What are you doing there? You need to be obedient to the word of God that tells you homosexuality is, a, is an abomination. You should be disagreeing with homosexuality, not agreeing. Because then you'll be part in the judgment. God have mercy upon our soul. Two should be in the field, one should be received, and the other one should be left. And they answered and said unto him, Where, Lord? And he said unto them, Whosoever the body is, hither shall be also the eagle be gathered to them. That's a, eagle is another word for angel. Or he uses the word eagle to describe the angel taking them. That is awesome. Praise the Lord. Praise Jesus. Thank you, Lord. 
Praise the Lord. Judgment is coming. Jesus is coming with vengeance. He's coming to this. He will destroy them all. If people don't repent, they'll be destroyed. Praise the Lord. Is that isn't that what the apostle said in, in Acts chapter two? When he told the when he told the people to repent after the after the hallelujah after the pouring of the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Lord. After the pouring of the Holy Spirit and the people that were gathered there that day, thought that the people there were drunken. But Peter, standing with the eleven, lifted up his voice and said unto them, Ye men of Judea and all that inhabit at Jerusalem, be this known unto you, and hearken unto my word. For these are not drunken. These are not drunk. They look drunk. When people are filled with the Holy Spirit, sometimes they look drunk. But it don't mean they're drunk. These are not drunken, as ye suppose, since it is but the third hour of the day. But this is that which was spoken by the prophet Joel. As it should be in the last day, said God, I should put out my spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and your daughters should prophesy, and your young men shall see vision, and your old men shall dream dreams. Hallelujah. And now my servant and my handmaid, I will put out my spirit in those days, and they shall prophesy. And I will show wonders in heaven above, and token on the earth beneath, blood and fire, and the vapors of smoke. Those, those are, hallelujah. Those are many things, hallelujah, coming to pass. Many judgments, many signs. Verse 20. The sun shall be turned into darkness, the moon into blood, before that great and notable day of the Lord come. Day and notable day. And there should be that whosoever should call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Ye men of Israel, hear these words. Jesus of Nazareth was a man approved of God among you. With great work, wonders, and signs which God did by him in the midst of you. As ye yourself also know, him I say being delivered by the determined counsel and foreknowledge of God. After you have taken, hallelujah, take, uh, taken the wicked hand, you have crucified and slain. Who God had raised up and lose the sorrow of that, because it was impossible that it should be hold of it. For David said concerning him, I beheld the Lord always before me, for he is at my right hand, that I should not be shaken. Therefore did my heart rejoice, and my tongue was glad. Moreover also my flesh shall rest in hope, because thou, thou wilt not hold leave my soul in the grave, Neither will suffer thy holy one to see corruption. Amen. Thou hast shown me the way to life, and should make me full of joy with countenance. Men and brethren, I say boldly, I speak unto you of the patriarch David, that he is both dead and buried, and his supper can remain with us unto this day. Therefore, seeing he was a prophet, and knew that God has sworn what I know to him. That the fruit of his loin, he will raise up Christ concerning the flesh to him, upon, to set him upon the throne. He knowing this before, he spoke the resurrection of Christ, that his soul should not be left in the grave, neither his flesh should see corruption. This Jesus God has raised up, therefore we all are witnesses. Since then, he by the right hand of God, 
has been exalted and has received of his father the promise of the Holy Ghost, that he shall share forth this which we know and see and hear. For David it is not ascended unto heaven, but he said, The Lord said unto my Lord, Stead on my right hand, until I made that enemy up, that enemy thy footstool. Therefore let all the house of Israel know for the surely that God hath made him both Lord and Christ. Both Lord and Christ. This Jesus, I say, whom ye have crucified, know that when they heard it, they were uh, prinkled, convicted in their heart. And they said unto Peter and other apostles, Men and brethren, what should we do? They were being convicted. Then Peter said unto them, Amen your life, and be baptized. In other words, he said, Repent. Amen your life is repenting. Repent. And be baptized, one of you, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, for the remission of sin. Your sins are only forgiven when you repent. If you refuse to repent your sin to God, your sins are still in your life. And will take you to hell if you don't repent. You can go to hell with your sin. So it don't matter what religion you are in right now, repent to Christ. Give your life to Jesus. Because he died for you on the cross. Jesus is the only one that the Father chose to do this. Peter said unto them, Amen your life, repent, and be baptized of one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sin, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. You see that when the person repent, needs to be baptized. Hallelujah. For the remission of sin, baptism. Hallelujah. Repenting and baptism is very, very important. If you have not been baptized, you that are listening to me, you, if you have given your life to Jesus, you need to be baptized also. And you should receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Verse 39. For the promise is made unto you and unto your children. And to all that are far off. Even as many as the Lord God shall call. And with this many other word. He besought and exhorted them. Saying save yourself from this forward generation. How, because the generation that were in was corrupted. Was full of evil. And in order for God to save them deliver them he had to tell them how evil were, were and that they needed to be saved from them the same in this generation that we are living if we are not careful this generation that you and I are living today can correct us can contaminate us with the evil embracing homosexuality embracing all these sinful things that the word of God tells us to stay away they are re-embracing the churches and the mega churches of the US and around the world this is not of God. And I speak to the people in Germany and France and, and Spain and many other countries that listen to the Lord Tower. You need to repent. If your church is embrace homosexuality, abortion, and all these things, you need to repent and come out from among them, God says to you. Read Revelation 18. Come out from among them, my people. And I'll read it to you. <laughs> Hallelujah. It's not a pain for me to read it to you. Because I, I, I want you to understand. I want you to come out of these churches. Because God tells us to come out from them. Come out from them. Why? Because they are contaminate us. Hallelujah. They will contaminate your life, your spiritual life. You will not know what is true. What is truly true from the word of God if you don't come out from them. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Revelation 18.4. This is Babylon, the world system, the church system that are being one today. Look what God says to, to his people. And I heard another voice from heaven say, 
Go out of her, my people, that ye be now partaker of her sin, that ye receive now of her plague. Because if you stay in those churches that are Babylon, that are contaminated, that are in the system of Babylon, all the sin, homosexuality, and abortion, and all that, the Catholic Church have, have embraced homosexuality in the church. That is an abomination to God. And God says, come out of her, my people. It could be a Christian church. It can be a Jehovah church. It can be a Muslim. Don't matter. Whatever church it is that have embraced these sins in the church, you need to come out of them. You need to get out. God has said for us to get out. This is the voice of God and the word of God. And I heard another voice from heaven say, Come out of her, my people, that ye be not partaking of her sins, that ye receive not of her plague. For her sins are come unto heaven. God has remembered her iniquity. God has remembered her iniquity. They cannot hide from the presence of God. They cannot. They cannot hide from His presence. They can hide from men, but not from the presence of God. Praise you, Lord. I want you to bow your head with me. And I want to ask you to give your life to Jesus this afternoon, this day. Say, Lord, I'm a, I'm a sinner. Lord Jesus, I repent of my sin. I gave my life to you, Jesus. I believe you walk in the flesh as a man. You were crucified on that cross for me. And you also were raised by Father God for me. Through the power of the Holy Spirit, Jesus. I receive you, Lord, as my personal Savior. I give my life to you. Please forgive my sin. And write my name in the Lamb Book of Life. If you pray this prayer, I pray, Lord Jesus, that you will seal them with your Holy Spirit, Lord. Seal the life with the Holy Spirit, Lord. Forgive the sin and cleanse them with your blood, body, soul, and spirit. And seal their life with your Holy Ghost. In Jesus' name I pray. I thank you, Jesus. Thank you all of you that are listening. Stay tuned for more. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Mighty God we serve, hallelujah. Our God is so good. He is so wonderful, hallelujah. Praise the Lord, hallelujah. I hope everybody else hear me fine. Can I get a one or a yes if you hear me fine? It seems like we've been having problems with the system. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And I want to make sure everybody can hear me fine. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Brother Chance. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. We got a wonderful topic tonight. Hallelujah. That I wanted to share with my brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. You know, I've been getting a lot of emails. Hallelujah. For prayer. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. And and most of the people that are asking me for prayer, they, they're having problems with sin. They they keep on falling into sin, hallelujah. And they're writing to me, brother, Elvi, I need help. I need help, hallelujah. And, you know, when I, from the morning to the afternoon to, nine, to, to the night, I'm getting constant email from people. I'm help for prayer, help for prayer. They're having problems getting out of sin, hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah, and tonight we're going to talk about that. Praise Jesus, and I know that this word tonight, the Lord is going to use it to speak to your life, and it's going to help you to come out of sin, hallelujah. And we're going to talk about repenting tonight. Repenting is so important, and it's so important that we learn, uh, hallelujah, how to repent, how God expects you and I to repent, hallelujah. 
And we're going to go into the Bible. We're going to go into the Word of God, which teaches us how to repent. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. And we have a fantastic, a mighty, a wonderful role model on repenting, hallelujah. Praise Jesus, and it's our own God. Our own God, hallelujah, teaches us how to repent, hallelujah, with his own, um, with his own example, hallelujah. Praise Jesus, and I, I'm always been a fan of Jesus. I'm always been a fan of God, hallelujah, and I pay close attention to the Lord, hallelujah, to him throughout the Bible, because I, if, I know if there's someone we need to learn from, it's Jesus. He can truly teach us, hallelujah. You know, a lot of people, you know, I always have problem, and I don't say problem, but I say this. I always have people, you know, that I used to uh, get together to worship and all that, and they will follow uh, 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 the Apostle Paul, some other people are Peter, and so on and so on. Hallelujah. David, some of them David. Hallelujah. And different pe people in the Bible. And they want to imitate them. Hallelujah. But I never heard someone say, I want to imitate Jesus. And I always will come out and say, I, I would like to imitate Jesus. Hallelujah. And one of the reasons people don't, don't like to imitate Jesus or don't say it, because they say Jesus is God. He is perfect. He never made some mistake. So how can you imitate him? But no, 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 no. Hallelujah. He walked a life, hallelujah, down here, praise Jesus, as you and I are, hallelujah, to give us an example. And Jesus said, be thou like thy father that is in heaven. Be thou perfect like thy father that is in heaven. So when Jesus uh, points out to a role model, he didn't even use himself. He used a father. So Yahweh, hallelujah, is a role model. Praise Jesus. And I know I forgot to say to the people, welcome to the Lord's hour. Shalom, shalom to all my brothers and sisters around. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. But we're going to imitate Yahweh and Yeshua tonight. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Let God be our own role model. Hallelujah. Let us learn from him. Hallelujah. And we have so much to learn, and we will continue to learn throughout eternity. Hallelujah. Because there is so much that we need to learn about our God. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. And I want to start this in Ezekiel 18.30. Hallelujah. Where the Bible says, Therefore, says God, I will judge you, O house of Israel. Everyone according to his way, says the Lord God. Repent and turn yourself from all your transgression. So your iniquity should not be your ruin. Hallelujah. So, Repenting, praise Jesus, hallelujah, means turning yourself from away from all transgression, from all kinds of sin, okay? So iniquity should not be your ruin. So what is your ruin? Hallelujah. Your ruin is your own sin. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. So whatever sin you and I are committing, that is our own ruin. That is our own destruction. That will bring us down. That will destroy us ultimately if we stay on it. So God is calling you and I to come out of sin. Hallelujah. Stop sinning. Walk away from sin. Have nothing to do with sin. And that is, true, that is total repenting, true repenting. When we, hallelujah, repent and we say, praise Jesus, hallelujah, um, I'm turning away from this sin that I've been doing, hallelujah. And always, you know, we walk into sin, and then 
people ask, so how do I walk away from sin? How do I, 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 I hallelujah, I stop sinning? And the the obvious response will be that if I walk into, into sin with my own two feet, okay, praise Jesus, hallelujah, with my own two feet, I should be able to walk away, hallelujah, because all those sins turn to me, all those sins look beautiful, praise Jesus, I walk to it, I walk into it, so with my own two feet, hallelujah, uh, which I think is obvious, I should be able to walk away. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. And, and to God, it don't matter if, if, if you're a young girl and you say, but God, you should have seen the blue eyes that that guy had, Lord. That's why I fell with that boy, because he has such a beautiful blue eye. And you might say, if you're, if you, uh, hallelujah, a brother, Lord, uh, you, you should have seen how beautiful that young girl was, hallelujah. It don't matter. This is what I'm trying to say to you. It don't matter what excuse you and I will make up with God. What God wants to see you and I is repent. Turn away from it. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Because, you know, you, we might find excuses to say, why did I fall into that sin? Or, or we might find excuses to say, why do I still continue into the sin? And most of the people that I hear a lot of time is the people who are still into the sin and they have found excuses to stay there. And that's not, how God, that's not what God wants to hear or see from you and I. Hallelujah. Let me continue reading now. Joel 2.13, hallelujah. And rend your heart and not your garment, and turn into the Lord your God. For he is gracious and merciful, slow to anger and great kindness, and repentant of the evil. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. So now your outer appearance, hallelujah, they have to, that you don't have to put your head down, hallelujah, and continue to be in the sin. God says to repent from your heart, praise Jesus, hallelujah, and, and, and make effort out of you and your heart to walk away from it. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. He don't want to hear the excuse that, that we give is that I'm still there, I'm walking my way through this, hallelujah, but I'm still there, and someday, someday, hallelujah, I will be out of this sin. God don't want to hear that. And I say this because the Lord had me speak to someone who was in cigarette for many years, hallelujah, and this person, hallelujah, um, has over seven and a half years smoking cigarette, hallelujah. And the Lord led me to this person to speak to this brother, hallelujah, Praise God, the Lord set him free after that. Um, and and the, 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 the conversation that we had was that he says to me, to the church that I'm going to, hallelujah, the, the, the deacon smoke, the leaders smoke, hallelujah. And, 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 you know, most of other men, they are smoked. So, you know, um, and, and I asked them, you know, about this. And they told me, well, you're only human. Hallelujah. And you're only human, and, and, and it's okay if you smoke, you know, once in a while, but, you know, and, but you're only human. And so he kept on smoking. He, he didn't stop. Hallelujah. And he said, they, they told him, God will take this out of you. You don't need to worry about it. Just keep on praying. Keep on coming to the church. God, someday, someday, God will take cigarettes away from you. 
Hallelujah. And while I was talking to him, the Lord says to me clearly, I want you to tell him to stop smoking. I want you to tell him how serious smoking is to me. And I, in his body is the temple of my Holy Spirit. And I want you to tell him this. And not only that, I want you to look it up in the Bible and show it to him. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. And as I went into the Bible, and I said, I got to show you this in the Bible when we have some time. Hallelujah. We were working together. When we get lunch or something, I'll show you. Praise Jesus. And I did that. I went into the Bible and showed them that the, 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 our temple is the temple of the Holy Spirit. And God says that whoever destroyed this temple, God is going to destroy him. And I told him that the place where God destroys us is hell. That is hell. Hell is the place where God destroys us. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. So after I gave him all those words and all the advice and everything the Lord gave me, hallelujah, he went home, hallelujah, Praise Jesus, and I'm glad I don't change anybody. I'm glad I don't change anybody. But I know someone that if you receive the word of God, if you receive the word I'm giving you from the Lord, he will change you. He will help you walk away from whatever sin you're in, whatever, hallelujah, circumstance, hallelujah, or whatever you're going through. If you believe Jesus Christ, if you believe Jehoshua, Hallelujah. If you believe him, he will help you to come out of sin. He will help you to come out of whatever you're going to. Because he is a merciful God. And he came to set the captive free. And you might be captive by sin at this time. You might be going to whatever you're going to. But Jesus Christ is able and capable to set you free. Because the Bible said, that he came to set the captive free. Hallelujah. And all you have to do is believe Jesus. Believe Yeshua. And Yeshua will set you free. Yahweh sent his son to die for you on the cross. To bring freedom to you on the cross. Hallelujah. It's a mighty promise. It's a great promise. Yahweh has given you and I. His only begotten son. Jesus Christ came to set the captive free. You don't have to remain in sin. You don't have to remain captive. Whatever holding you captive in this hour, in this moment, I speak freedom to your life. In Yeshua's name, hallelujah. Come in agreement with me and let the Lord Jesus, hallelujah, set you free. Let him bring freedom to your life. In Yeshua's name, hallelujah. We come together in agreement, and I know, and I know, and I know that Jesus Christ, hallelujah, will set you free. Praise Jesus. It is his promise. It is his will. He wants to do this for you. He knows that you and I are not capable to come out of sin on our own. We're not capable. It is impossible for you and I to be freed without the power of Jesus, hallelujah, and the power is in his name. The power is in his word. He has spoken the word. And he said that the word will not come back void. It will do what it was sent to do. And his word was sent to set you free. To set the captive free. If sin is holding you back in Yeshua's name, in Yahushua's name, you're going to be free. Hallelujah. If you believe the word of God, hallelujah, 
Hallelujah. Open your heart and open your mind to receive the word of God tonight. Let the Lord, hallelujah, help you, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, hallelujah. It is the word of God for you to be free. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Praise the Lord, hallelujah. Our God is good. He is a wonderful God, hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Psalm 107, 45. And he remembered for them his covenant, hallelujah, and repenting according to the multitude of his mercy, says David. God has a multitude of mercy available for you. And in Yeshua's name, in Yahushua's name, it is available for you, hallelujah. All you have to do is believe. Open your heart and believe Jesus. Believe his word, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, hallelujah, for your mercy. Psalm 135, 14, for the Lord will judge his people, and he will repay himself concerning his servants. If you haven't received Jesus in this hour, I want to invite you to come and receive Jesus as your personal Savior. And Jesus Christ, hallelujah, will set you free. If you're having problems with cigarettes, hallelujah, with drugs, whatever, alcohol, whatever it is, believe that Jesus can set you free in this hour, hallelujah. And we will come in agreement with you, hallelujah. Just believe, believe, hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Start asking for prayer without faith. Put your faith in action, hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Jesus always asks, hallelujah, let it be done according to thy faith. It is according to thy faith that you are set free, my friend, that you are listening to me, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. You will be set free from overeating also, hallelujah. Whatever holding you captive, Jesus Christ will set you free. Just believe Jesus. Believe his word. Hallelujah. Everything is possible, Jesus said. Those that believe. And if you believe, if you open your heart, hallelujah, Jesus Christ will help you. He said, tell them that I will help them. Hallelujah. I still remember those words I gave today. When Jesus says to me in his throne in heaven, hallelujah, look at me. And he says, tell them. If they come to me, I will help them. Hallelujah. I remember the word and they resound in my mind and my heart because I know Jesus. Hallelujah. Jesus can set you free. He is a merciful God. He is a wonderful God. Hallelujah. He loves you like no one can love you. Praise Jesus. He was willing to die on the cross for you so you will be able to enjoy freedom. True freedom, there's not just any freedom. True freedom, hallelujah. Who the Son set free is free indeed, hallelujah. You're not in bondage if you believe Jesus. He'll set you free. He wants you to enjoy life in true freedom, the life that God wants to give you, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, hallelujah. I feel the anointing of the Holy Spirit. I feel the presence of God. I feel that God is speaking to somebody, and the Lord is telling me, yes, I am. He is speaking to someone out there, someone that has been struggling with his sin, hallelujah, that haven't been able to come out of them, hallelujah. Hey, Jesus, hallelujah. So many people listening to me, they've been struggling and struggling with the same thing. They have not put their faith in Jesus Christ, hallelujah. It is okay to ask for prayer, but you must exercise your faith. 
You must believe. Jesus said to every person that went to him for prayer, for deliverance, he said, let it be done according to thy faith, according to your faith. Let it be done. Hallelujah. That's important. My brothers and sisters, hallelujah, that you believe. Hallelujah. Praise you. Start going to people for prayer without you believing. Yes, God answered prayer. That's important. But focus on what the Lord says. Hallelujah. Why did Jesus point people to believe? Because it's very important. It's a personal choice. It's a personal relationship that happens between you and God. And when you believe God, you will not be put to shame. God will answer, will give you what you need, what you want. Hallelujah. Mostly what you need, what is the will of God for your life, it will come true because God is faithful. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Jeremiah, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Jeremiah 18, he says, If the nation against whom I have pronounced turn from their evil, I will repent of the evil that I thought to do unto them. Look at the example we have in the Bible. Our own God is saying, I will repent for the evil that I have said that I will bring to that nation if they repent. God don't want to harm you. God wants to save you. It's our own leading into evil and continue eating and not evil, not repenting. That will lead, hallelujah, the ruin to come on our life. But if we, hallelujah, repent, sincerely repent and we turn away from our sin, from our evil, the Lord will have mercy on us. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. By now, a lot of people thought, that the earth should have been destroyed because of the sin. But they have forgotten how merciful God is. Hallelujah. Many people say, why are we still alive? Why is the earth still running? By now, God should have just destroyed. There's so much evil out there. But they have forgotten that the mercy of God, hallelujah, is big. Hallelujah. It's, it's a great mercy. The God is helping on humanity, giving them the chance to repent. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. The Lord still wants to see him for us before the Father. Father, forgive them, because they now know what they do. Praise Jesus. And all the evil we do, he still wants to see for you. He still wants to save you. He still wants to set you free, hallelujah. He still wants you to enjoy the freedom that he has for you and I. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. It's free. It's free. It don't cost you nothing. Just repenting. Praise Jesus. Jeremiah 26, 3 says, It may so be that they will hearken and turn away every man from his evil ways, that I may repent. Me, hallelujah. The evil which I supposed to do unto them because of the evil of their doing. God will say if they turn for the evil, I will repent. Of what, they thought, of what I thought I was going to do to them. Hallelujah. Jeremiah 26, 13. Praise Jesus. Therefore now, amen, amend your ways and your doing. Hallelujah. And obey the voice of the Lord your God. And the Lord will repent of the evil that he has pronounced against you. Even though he has sent his prophet Jeremiah, tell them I'm going to destroy them. 
God's still saying, look, go tell them, that, Jeremiah, go back to them and tell them that if they return from the evil, that, hallelujah, the evil ways, hallelujah, the word that I have pronounced, hallelujah, praise Jesus, the word that I have spoken through you, I will repent from them, and I will forgive those people, hallelujah, I will restore them, praise Jesus, hallelujah, what a mighty, merciful God we serve. Praise Jesus, that when people thought the earth should have been destroyed by now, the earth is still the earth is still running. God is still running the earth from heaven. Hallelujah. He's still giving people the chance to repent. The door of heavens are still open for those that repent that come to Jesus and turn away from the sin. Hallelujah. Salvation is available for them. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. What a mighty Merciful God, we have, hallelujah. I get, I get excited when I talk about this, hallelujah. Because I, I know the feeling. I, 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 hallelujah, I got a master degree, hallelujah, on this. I came out of sin by the mercy of the Lord Jesus Christ. So I have a master degree on this. I know what I'm talking about. And I know the mercy of Jesus, hallelujah. Through my own life, through my own experience, no one has to tell me about this. Because I know how much mercy Jesus I had in my life. I know how many times he has helped me, hallelujah, when I needed help. When people abandoned me, hallelujah. Jesus was there to help me. He raised me up. He stretched his hand from heaven and said, my son, I'm here with you. Don't thank you all alone. I have now left you, hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. So I got a master degree on this, hallelujah. My own experience is my degree. I know the mercy of Jesus. I know how merciful he is. Hallelujah. And if you repent and you turn away from your sin, from your evil ways, your wicked ways, hallelujah, Jesus will restore you. Hallelujah. He will restore your life. He will help you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. He is so good. He did not give us what we deserve. When we fall into sin, Jesus did not stretch his hand and killed us. No, he stretched his hand for mercy. He had mercy on you and I. Can you and I give mercy to others? Hallelujah. That is a question. Hallelujah. Many people like to judge others. They want to send everybody to help. Hallelujah. But Jesus stretched his hand. Mercy. I remember one the last time I seen Jesus in the cloud. Somewhere in the sky. Hallelujah. I, I never saw this power come out of Jesus. He was standing there. As he showed me the destruction that was coming to California, I saw the power of mercy. I was crying like a baby. But the power from Jesus of mercy came over me. And I, I never thought that mercy was so powerful. I didn't ever know that mercy was so powerful. It's a power. Mercy is a real power. Hallelujah. And it came out of Jesus into my life, hallelujah. And I was, I was like, hallelujah, flowing in mercy, hallelujah, it was so good. It is so good, the mercy of Jesus, hallelujah. He gives human us the opportunity to repent, to turn away, hallelujah. And our life will be restored again. He is such a good God. Hallelujah, we can have a better God than the God we serve, hallelujah. Ezekiel 14 says, Therefore say unto the house of Israel, Thou said the Lord God, repent, turn yourself from your idols, and turn away your face from all your abomination. 
Praise Jesus, hallelujah. That is to repent. When you and I walk away from sin, every abomination we do, we commit. Hallelujah. We turn our back to it. We say, this is it. I am tired of this. I want no more to do with this sin. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And that's the chance and opportunity that Jesus Christ has given us. Hallelujah. Do not take it for granted. Hallelujah. But take it by, like I say, take it by the horn. Hallelujah. And say, it's mine. And I'm not letting it go. Hallelujah. Ezekiel 18.30 says, Therefore I will judge you, says God. Oh, have a measure everyone according to his way, says the Lord God. Repent. Turn yourself from all your transgressions, so iniquity shall not be your ruin. Hallelujah. George 2.13 says, And rend your heart. Hallelujah. Now your heart. Hallelujah. Matthew 3.8 says, Bring forth that fourth fruit. Then me repent. Hallelujah. So when we repent, there got to be fruit behind us. What fruits are those? The, fru- the fruits of love. The fruit of peace. Those are the fruit of the Spirit. Hallelujah. That when we repent and we grow in the Lord, we continue to seek the Lord. Hallelujah. We stay away from sin. Hallelujah. The fruit of the Spirit are shown in our life. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Matthew 3.11 says, Indeed, I baptize you, said John the Baptist, hallelujah, with water, unto repentance, but he that coming after me is mightier than I. Hallelujah. Who choose I am, I worthy to bear. Hallelujah. He shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost and fire. Thank you, Jesus, for your fire. Hallelujah. And that fire is still available for you and I, my brothers and sisters. Open your heart and let the flames in fire Jesus come in you. Hallelujah. Let the cleansing fire just cleanse your heart, your soul, your spirit. Purify you. Hallelujah. Praise you to seven times. Let the fire, Jesus, tonight purify your life seven times. Hallelujah. And keep your rapture ready for Jesus. Hallelujah. Because he, hallelujah, is coming back for his people as he promised. Because he is faithful God. Hallelujah. Matthew 9, version, but says, by ye, hallelujah, but go ye and learn. What does this mean? Hallelujah. I will have mercy and not sacrifice for I and not come to call the righteous by sinner to repentance. That was Jesus preaching the word, saying, Hallelujah. That he came to sinner, hallelujah, not righteous, hallelujah. Giving sinner like you and I the opportunity to turn away from sin. Where he felt that all is possible. Because everything is possible with God, hallelujah. This is why that you that are listening to me now cry out to the Lord. And say, Jesus, I repent. Help me. Help me, Lord. Help me, my repentant Jesus. I want to walk away from the sin, Lord. It is hard. Help me, Lord. Hallelujah. And Jesus will help you. His hands are stretched out for you. In this hour, in this moment, hallelujah. Just believe Jesus, hallelujah. Believe his word, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Mark 1, 4 said, Baptize. John baptized in the wilderness and preached baptism of repenting for the remissions of sin. Praise Jesus. Matthew 2, Mark 2, 17, when Jesus heard it, he said unto them that they are whole, heart, not need a physician. Hallelujah. But they, are, but they that are sick, I cannot to call the righteous but sinner to repentance, said Jesus. Hallelujah. Luke 3, 3 said, And he came unto all the country about Jordan, preaching the baptism and repenting for the remissions of sin. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. 
Luke 3, I said, bring forth there for what they are repenting and begin say not to say among yourself. We have Abraham our father. For I say unto you that God is able from these stones to raise to raise up children unto Abraham. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. God is faithful and he wants to bring, hallelujah, what you and I need. And you and I need Jesus. And it's here. It is available for you and I. All you and I have to do, hallelujah, is repent. Is turn away, hallelujah. Turn away, hallelujah. From our sinfulness, I will be back, hallelujah.
Jesus, hallelujah. There is freedom in Jesus always. There's freedom available from him. Hallelujah. When we go to him, hallelujah, he never says no. His presence is there. We just have to believe him, hallelujah. And his mercy is there, open for us, hallelujah. Heaven is open to those that call to Jesus and repent. And that's why we're called into repenting. Praise Jesus, hallelujah, because he is available, hallelujah. Look what Jesus says in Luke 5.32. I came not to call the righteous, but sinner to repentance. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Luke 15.7 says, I say unto you that likewise more joy shall be in heaven over one sinner that repented than over 99 just persons who need no repenting. Hallelujah. Even Jesus said it with people who thought, who think. They need no repenting. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. But there will be great joy when one sinner repent. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. And that's what the emails I'm getting people repenting. And I'm so glad to hear that people still find either 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 the radio program or the videos on YouTube. Hallelujah. And the Lord touched them to repent. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus, which is keeping me very busy on the computer. Hallelujah. My wife had to pull me out of the computer, because sometimes I, I, I don't give the family enough time, hallelujah, because I'm getting so much email from people, messages, hallelujah, but it's something that I love, I love, when I'm in the computer, when I'm ministering to someone, that's what I love, hallelujah, but I, I got to understand, I got a family, hallelujah, to take care, my son, hallelujah, sometimes get mad at me, because I don't, I don't play with him, and he's waiting to pray with daddy, praise Jesus, hallelujah, so I got to manage my time better, hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. But I just love, hallelujah. I turn that computer in the morning and there's people there emailing me with needs. I need prayer. I need this, hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. But you know what, hallelujah, it's the work. It's the work that God, God called me into doing, hallelujah. And I spend all my time there, hallelujah. Even when I go out, I, I went to the mechanic early. And from the mechanic computer, I was ministering to somebody through the Internet. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. So it takes all my time, hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. But the Lord called me out of work. That's why the Lord told me, I don't want you to work anymore. I got work for you to do. I will take care of you. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Praise, so, so this is my only work now. So praise Jesus, hallelujah. But I know I got to manage my time, hallelujah. But there's so much need. I, I wish people would understand how much need there is out there. Sometimes if, if I go into Facebook, Hallelujah. And, I, and I'm ministering to somebody. I got other people talking to me at the same time. Sometimes my, my wife was like, you got four or five windows. You got four or five people talking to you at the same time. How can you do that, Elvie? Praise Jesus. <laughs> and the same thing with Skype. Sometimes I'm talking to somebody. And I got other people joining, 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 joining. And, and I have to tell the people, slow down, slow down. Hallelujah, because so much people need, need, they need prayer, they need ministering. Hallelujah. And their job is, is, is real. Praise Jesus. Sometimes I'm scared when I'm ministering to someone to open another email because more people will join that they need help too. People from different countries. Hallelujah. It's a lot of work I'm doing. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. But we know time is short. And I just say to the Lord, I will, I will do this work, Lord. 
you know, praise Jesus, hallelujah. Praise God, hallelujah. So, you know, I heard that some people are, are, are gathering together, hallelujah, and I don't want to get off the topic, but I want to um, praise Jesus. I believe my brother Jin Shim was talking about a group of people praying and ministering to other people. And I would appreciate if, um, praise Jesus, hallelujah, praise the Lord, hallelujah, uh, praise Jesus. Uh, I would appreciate, uh, praise Jesus, if you um, give, hallelujah, um, the email where people can write to the group of people that are joining in prayer to pray for them and post it on the chat room during the program so more of the people that are writing to me, that are coming to me, will go to the people who are, who are gathering together to pray. So some some of my work will go to some of the people. Hallelujah. With my brother Jin Shin. I, I believe I sent someone the email of Jin Shin. Hallelujah. And he asked if someone needed prayer or whatever, they can write to him. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Because I'm telling you, uh, it's a lot of work, my brothers and sisters. If some of you would like to minister to people, help out people, hallelujah, out of, out, of, out of your time, you can take some time to minister to other people that need, pray for them, hallelujah. You won't believe how many people out there need help. They truly need help. And, I, I, you know, I don't like turning no one away, and, you know, hallelujah. Praise Jesus. But the work is a lot. And praise Jesus. Jesus even was concerned that was not enough pastor for the sheep. Hallelujah. And we got to pray that God will send people to really help out people. Hallelujah. Truly. And, and do some of this work. Hallelujah. Because this is a lot of work, my brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. And the more people that join us to work with us, with these people, are welcome. Hallelujah. Uh, my sister O'Reilly, hallelujah, she's doing the, she's translating the program on, on Mondays and Wednesdays. And, and there's people tonight that wants to, hallelujah, hear the program in Spanish. There's so much people that wants to hear the program in Spanish. And she's helping a group of people. But now I got, I got available on Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Hallelujah. It may be Sunday. People can do some Sunday. Hallelujah. I don't expect you to do all these days. You can pick a day or two. That's fine. Hallelujah. I make those sacrifices for all these days. And sometimes I have to play at least an hour of recording because, praise Jesus, hallelujah, I'm doing too much. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. But I'm doing it because I love it. I really love it doing it. I'm doing it for God, and I love it. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. So uh, someone else, hallelujah, uh, offered to take some of the days to, to translate. And, and she, hallelujah, some of the people, they, they, the Lord's, uh, in Spanish, the Lord's hour number two, la hora del Señor number two, hallelujah. And I'm going to put it uh, real quick. Uh, praise Jesus. Praise the Lord, hallelujah. And in, in Spanish, I'm going to put it up real quick. So people, hallelujah, can, can join that, hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Our sister, Praise Jesus, hallelujah, is available. It's another sister, hallelujah, who is available, hallelujah. I don't see her uh, like in tonight, hallelujah. Praise Jesus, Tyra, I believe her name is. And she would like to help our people. She, I guess for some reason she was not able to join tonight. So praise Jesus. But you can uh, click on, you can add that to your Skype, La Hora del Señor 2, hallelujah, numero 2. And, and you can hear the program in Spanish. She will translate it for you. I already explained to her how to, how to do that. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. But, the, you know, they can only have 22 people. After 22 people, uh, the, the Skype will not let them have more than 22 people. So the other sister, O'Reilly, will only have 22. She will have 22. And we have over 100 people almost daily listening to the program. 
So we don't have enough staff to cover all these people. Praise Jesus. And more Spanish people would like to also to join. I get emails from them every day. Hallelujah. So the work is increasing more every day. Ten, five people every day. I just had two people join today. Hallelujah. And like three or four yesterday. And it just keeps on adding more people that wants to listen to the program. That the Lord is touching them. Hallelujah. To come to the Lord. More are believing in the rapture now. More are coming to the Lord. And this is what the Lord wants us to do. Hallelujah. So we, hallelujah, have a lot. Um, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. A lot of people who wants to hear. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. And the good thing that the majority of people are speaking English people, but more Spanish people are joining. And they would like to hear the program in Spanish, but they just don't have someone doing the work. And a rally can only cover 22 people. Praise Jesus. So when, when she gets to 22, that's it. So the other sister, um, I was talking to her about covering at least, hallelujah, two days, because three or four days will be too much for her. So we will need someone else to translate the program also. I will, I, you know, I will try to send email to people, see if they can help us, hallelujah. But the program is growing more and more people are coming aboard, hallelujah, praise Jesus. And, and they need someone to translate. They really need someone. So we're doing this for the Lord, my brothers and sisters. That's what we're doing it for. So we got to help our people, hallelujah. So let me continue on with the message, hallelujah. We're talking about repentance, hallelujah, true repentance. That is so important that we repent. It's so important, hallelujah, that we turn away from sin, that we take this sin very serious, hallelujah. And we have a great example in the Bible, uh, uh, hallelujah, on how to really take full responsibility when we sin, that we don't blame anybody. And we have Eve, hallelujah. Eve, she was tempted by Satan to eat from the fruit that God told Adam and her not to eat from that fruit that was in the middle of the garden, hallelujah. And so Satan tempted Eve, hallelujah. And you know what? God hold Eve responsible. So when God went to Eve and said, what have you done? Hallelujah. Because Eve not only ate from the fruit, but she also went and gave to her husband. Hallelujah. And knowing that she was naked, knowing that she found herself naked, knowing that after she ate the fruit, her eyes were open, hallelujah. Instead of stopping there and saying, hallelujah, what I done is so evil, I'm going to go to the Lord and repent for this. I'm going to take full responsibility, and I'm not going to give nothing to my husband, Adam, hallelujah. But no, somehow, I don't know how the devil did it, but he convinced him to go give to her husband. And she went and gave to Adam, and both of their eyes were open, hallelujah. Sorry to say, hallelujah. But, you know, even though Eve gave to Adam, God still her Adam responsible. So when, when God said to Eve, what have you done? He said, the serpent made me eat. Hallelujah. The serpent deceived me and I ate. Praise you. So she didn't take full responsibility. She blamed the serpent. And that's not what God wants to hear. It don't matter if Satan makes a, makes a sin. We got to take full responsibility for a sin before God, and we got to say to God, look, God, I have sinned. I committed a sin. I'm sorry. I repent. I truly repent. I don't want to do it anymore. Help me. That's what God wants to hear. God do not want to hear, hallelujah, that, oh, no, this person made me sin. My mother and father, because the way they, they raised me, what an excuse, hallelujah. The way my father and my mother raised me, that's why I do what I do, they say. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And the Lord don't want to hear that, my brothers and sisters. 
the Lord, what the Lord wants to hear is that we take full responsibility for what we do, hallelujah. That we say to God, look, Lord, I did this. It's my fault. I take full responsibility. Hallelujah. And I repent for it. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. But so when God went to Adam, hallelujah, the woman you gave me, in another word, it's your fault because I don't know how you made that woman, but she, look what she did. She wasn't perfect. You made a mistake making that woman because it was the woman you gave me. So he blamed God for it. Instead of taking full responsibility, hallelujah, for his mistake, praise Jesus, hallelujah, he went and blamed God. Hallelujah. Try to put it on Eve, but saying God was the one who made Eve, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, hallelujah. And he put it on God, and God did not want to hear that. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Praise the Lord, hallelujah. Although God came hard on the serpent, Praise Jesus, but also he came hard on Adam and Eve. Praise Jesus. And we know the consequence of the disobedience. Praise Jesus. But I believe the greater consequence came on them because they did not take full responsibility for their sin, for their action. And that's what we got to do. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. And if you are in drugs, alcohol, and all that, you need to understand you have a problem. And that you need to repent for that problem. And don't, don't blame your wife because of your drinking. Because a lot of men say, oh, my wife is always nagging, always making me crazy. So I always end up go drinking with my body. So I don't have to listen to her. So the wife has the excuse to go to the barn, to go to the friend's house and, and to get drunk. Hallelujah. And women put up their own excuses. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. So, you know, God don't want to hear that. God wants to hear that we have committed a sin and that we are taking full responsibility and that we're repenting and we're turning away from it. And that's what God says through Jeremiah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah, to the people. Thank you, Jesus, hallelujah. Praise the Lord, hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. He is so good, Hallelujah. Acts 13, 24, John has first preached before his coming. The baptism of repentance to all the people of Israel. So before you get baptized, you need to repent your sin. You need to tell, you need to tell God. Praise Jesus. And I don't know if many ministers are practicing this, but they got to know that before they baptize anybody. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. It's just not, it's not, it's not trying to bring people into church, the, 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 the matter over here. The matter over here is that we do what the Bible says we should do. And we should, before we baptize anybody, we got to make sure, hallelujah, they do true repentance before God. We teach them what they need to do, hallelujah. And once they do it, then they, they can be baptized. Praise God, hallelujah. This is very important because this is being taken for granted. And this cannot be taken for granted. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. A baptism is a serious matter. Now that people are taking this as a joke down here. Hallelujah. They're going to have to answer to God about that. Hallelujah. Because the word of God is not a, a joke. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. It's an opportunity God has given us. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus because he's good. Praise Jesus. Now I rejoice or not, you were made so sorrowful, but you are sorrow led to repentance, says Paul. 
for you we are made sorrowful in, in godly manner, that you may receive injury from us in nothing. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. For ungodly sorrow is not to be repentant, but work repenting unto salvation. But the sorrow of the world worketh to death. Praise Jesus. So the godly sorrow, whatever God is allowing you to go through, will help you to repent unto your salvation, says Paul. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. So whatever things you're going through now, that will help you. Hallelujah. And you're repenting with God. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. I, I'm very sorry for the brothers and sisters who cannot hear the show tonight. Hallelujah. It seems that we're having problems or they're having problems with their browser. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. And um, I'm very sorry for that. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. That the, um, uh, the you cannot hear the show. Hallelujah. Maybe someone... If my sister Amy will do this, I will appreciate it. But type on the screen, on the chat room, what I'm saying. At least, uh, at least a twenty percent of what I'm saying that will help people who cannot hear the program. Just for tonight, someone please say I I'll do this, brother LV. Just for tonight, please help me with this work. We have I got a lot of work at hand. Hallelujah. I wish I could t I can speak and type at the same time. I will do it. Hallelujah, because I just want people to receive the message. I just want them the message of deliverance to get to them. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Please, someone type on, on the chat room what I'm speaking so people will receive the word. Hallelujah. Because there's a lot of people that seems to be having problems. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. The devil is trying to come against the program. It's coming against the computer because the devil don't want people to repent. Hallelujah. He is bad. There's nothing good comes out of Satan, hallelujah. Everything that comes out of him, hallelujah. Uh, thank you, uh, Jessica. Yes, Jessica, I appreciate that. Everything that comes out of Satan is bad. And all he wants to see is people die. That's all. He wants to see them go to hell. And we got to stay focused on heaven. We want to see people go to heaven, not hell. Because the, Jesus came to give life and to give it abundantly. He came so people will have the chance, the opportunity to go to heaven, hallelujah, and not hell. Thank you, Jesus, hallelujah. You know, a lot of people, when, they, when they're when having problems, praise Jesus, with the browser, they cannot hear the program, they just turn off the computer, they get sad, they get mad. Praise Jesus, they, they get frustrated. Praise Jesus, so I would appreciate if you type, or at least they can see the typing, hallelujah, of the program, because people are getting frustrated now because they cannot log into the program to hear the program. Praise Jesus, hallelujah, and I'm, I'm very sorry for this. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. I'm sorry, 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 hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. I am sorry, praise Jesus, because I, I, I would really would like people to hear, and I would like people to receive the word, because I know the Lord is speaking to their life, hallelujah. Praise Jesus, and just just when God is, is doing something special, hallelujah, these things going happen, hallelujah, but you know, we can we gotta use wisdom and all this, hallelujah. When things like this happen, hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, hallelujah. Thank you very much, hallelujah. I'm very sorry to the people who are having problems joining in. We should have maybe over 40, 50 people in the chat room, but every nine people seem to have a problem to hear in the program. I'm gonna speak to my brother Chance, see if we can find a solution. We will write to the owner. Uh, the Black Talk Radio, so to, uh, we were right to them. We was we got to find 
doubt what's going on because we should be able to have more people on it. And almost every night now we're having people frustrated that they cannot join the program. It's like it's like it's 40 people, 37 people is enough for the for the program. And then when other people try to log in, they cannot log in. They're having problems. This is happening almost every day. We we gotta fix this problem. We're gonna write an email to them so they can do something. They got the technology to do this. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Yes, we need to take responsibility for our sin. And we cannot blame others for our own iniquity, our own sin. This is very serious, hallelujah, that we take, hallelujah, full responsibility because that's what God wants to hear. Praise the Lord. The devil likes to put excuses in our mind. So we use those excuses and we say, well, if it wasn't for this person or that person, I won't be doing what I'm doing. I will not be in drugs. I will not be in prostitution. And I'm speaking now to a lot of young women and even young men who are prostituting themselves. Hallelujah. And they are blaming their family. Ah, the way my mother raised me and my father raised me, that's why I'm in pros- prostitution. Hallelujah. And they say, oh, you should have met my mother and my father. They used to beat me. They say, you know, and, and we don't have pers- perfect parents. I don't know you out there. Hallelujah. And I don't say parents should be beating up their kid and all that. No. I don't agree with that, hallelujah. Parents should be loving their kids. Discipline them, yes. Hallelujah. Praise God, hallelujah. But we should not be blaming people out there for our sin. If you want to get out of where you are, my friends, my brother, my sister, if you want to get out of the life you're in, you got to take full responsibility for your sin. Don't be blaming other people. It's not going to help you. It's going to get you deeper into sin. Hallelujah. It's really going to get you deeper into problem. Hallelujah. And you're going to get into more problem that you'll be able to handle if you don't recognize that it's your own fault. Hallelujah. And you might say, Brother Alvi, but you don't understand the kind of parents I had. Don't blame them. I'm telling you, this is very serious. This is life and death for you right now. Don't blame your parents anymore. Don't blame your family anymore. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Because you won't, be, you won't get out of where you are if you keep on blaming other people. Hallelujah. If you're, if you're smoking cigarettes and you say, every time I argue with my husband, you know, I get so nervous, I, get, I just got to take a cigarette. I got to go outside and sometimes I, I smoke a whole box. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. And God don't want to hear this, my sister or my brother. Hallelujah. Okay? He don't want to hear that. He want to hear that you take full responsibility and that you repent. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. That's what God wants to hear from you and I. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. And this is why God himself, praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Use himself as an example when he says to Jeremiah, the, 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 the judgment that I have decree over the nation, if they repent, the, the wicked ways, I would turn away from the word. I would turn from the word that I have spoken, from the word that I have said. Hallelujah. So God used himself as an example. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. That he would turn away from what he has said. So what is repenting? Turning away from sin, from your evil doing. That is repenting. And someone write that on the screen. 
Repenting, true repenting is turning away from your evil doing, your evil action, however you want to explain it to people. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. That is true repenting. Praise the Lord, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Praise God, hallelujah. Hebrews 6, 6, 8, if they shall fall away to renew their gain unto repenting, seeking that they crucify themselves, the Son of God, and fresh, and put him in open shame. Hallelujah. So it's very serious. True repenting is very serious. It's, it's a very serious matter. Because you can take for granted, if you don't repent what Jesus has done for you, hallelujah, on the cross. And Jesus had done a lot for us on the cross. Total freedom is in Christ. Hallelujah. When we repent, God is there to give it to us. It's available for us through Christ. Hallelujah. When we repent. That's why repenting is so important. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Someone was saying, and he remembers for them his covenant. And repenting according to the multitude of his mercy. So when God decided to, to destroy the Jewish people, David says in Psalm 106 that he remembered he made a covenant with them. Okay? Hallelujah. And because he remembered what he had promised, that he will have mercy on them, David said, hallelujah, that according to the multitude of his mercy, hallelujah, he acted upon. God acted upon he had promised. He will have mercy on them. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Total freedom is in Christ through repentance. Through repentance. Hallelujah. You will receive that freedom from Christ when you repent. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. That's how important repentance is. That you will receive what God has promised you through repentance. It will come to you, but it will come to you after you say, Lord, I repent. I sincerely repent. I turn away from my evil ways. Hallelujah. Look what uh, John 8.31 says. Then says Jesus to those Jews that believe in him, if ye continue in my word, then, are my, then you'll be my disciple indeed, and ye shall know the truth. And the truth to make you free. Hallelujah. Verse 3 says, If the Son therefore to make you free, you should be free. You should be free. Hallelujah. If Jesus Christ makes you free, if you believe Jesus, he will make you free. And indeed you will be his disciple when you repent and you turn away from your sin. But you must take some action. You know, the people, when they came to Jesus, they took action. And they said, Jesus, heal me. And so, like that man who was on the bed, on the mat, and the Pharisee and scribe was around there, hallelujah. And then a Sabbath, and a Saturday, the Sabbath is from 6 o'clock on Friday night to 6 o'clock on Saturday night, hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. And on the Sabbath day, Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Um, Jesus went, hallelujah, and healed, hallelujah. That man forgave his sin first. 
So but you see that the son may have power to forgive sin. I said my son, your sins are forgiven. And all the five things like, wait, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. Only God forgives sin. Only God. So what was trying Jesus to tell him? I am he. I am the I am that I am. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. And Jesus forgave his sins. And to show that Jesus has the power in him. So the man take, get up, walk, take your mat and walk. The man got up right in front of all these unbelievers, Pharisees, and scribes. Got up, took his mat, and, and took it home. And by taking the mat on the Saturday, hallelujah, what an abomination. What's, an, what's breaking the Sabbath because you were not supposed to, hallelujah, carry anything on the Sabbath. You know, and you know, let me tell you something. I believe the Sabbath is a biblical day. It's biblical. You know, and someone was asking me about the Sabbath, you know. Should we keep the Saturday? Hallelujah. And I will say this to you. And if God is working in your heart and life for you to keep the Sabbath, you be obedient to God. Some people don't believe you should keep the Sabbath. And for this reason, you, we, I cannot tell people you have to keep Sabbath because it has to be God working in you. His will in your life. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. So is God putting in your heart? Is your Hashua putting in your life to keep Sabbath? Keep it. Keep it. Hallelujah. You may want to teach others to keep it also. Hallelujah. But you want to ask the Lord before you do it. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. It's very important. Is it biblical? Yes, it is. Praise Jesus. It's biblical. Hallelujah. Sabbath is biblical. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. And I know that when I was in heaven once, Jesus pointed out something to me. Hallelujah. And we know, before I say this, I want to also remind people that we know through history that the Catholic Church did something unbiblical. Hallelujah. And what they did was they, they changed Hallelujah. The Sabbath from Saturday to Sunday. So that is not biblical. The biblical Sabbath is, is from it's, it's Saturday. Hallelujah. It's Saturday. It's not Sunday. But now, people agree with God that they will go to church on Sunday. And God expects them to keep that. God expects them to go to church on Sunday. Now, if you agree with God, you will go to, to the service on Sunday, or you will do your service with him on Sunday. I'm sorry, on Saturday... You got to keep that. Hallelujah. The Sabbath is biblical. It cannot be erased from the Bible because you can find the Sabbath in the Old Testament and the New Testament. So you cannot erase that, hallelujah, from the Bible. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. And if you want to cut it from the Bible, you're going to have to cut a lot of pages from your Bible. Hallelujah. It's there. Hallelujah. And the Bible says that Jesus on the Sabbath stepped out to read the, the book of Isaiah. So Jesus with the with the people on the Sabbath. And the Bible said... The Bible doesn't say that Jesus broke the Sabbath. What Jesus said was, God have mercy for people on the Sabbath. Because people are more important than a day, than the Sabbath. That's what the Bible, that's what Yeshua was saying, or Yahashua was saying to people. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. You don't want to make the day more important than men. Men are more important. So Jesus healed the men on the Sabbath and told them, take your mat. Hallelujah. And Jesus wasn't breaking the Sabbath. But what Jesus was telling them is, and he said it too, that he prefers to them to have mercy than judgment. 
than to judge those people. Hallelujah. And I just read it to you in the Bible. Jesus wanted them to have mercy on people. And that's what he expects you and I to have. Not to judge them because on the Saturday, you know, if you have to do something on a Saturday, hallelujah, if you have to carry your baby to the hospital on a Saturday, just because you're keeping the Sabbath, you're going to leave the baby in your home to die? Hallelujah. No. Hallelujah. Jesus, hallelujah, wanted people, hallelujah, to have mercy on the Sabbath. And that's what people have forgotten with, with the Sabbath. They think the Sabbath is so holy that they should not do anything on the Sabbath. Well, if you, if you want to keep the Sabbath, hallelujah, you want to keep it holy, it's fine. Praise Jesus. But you, you read what Jesus did on the Sabbath, hallelujah. Because Jesus wanted us to have mercy on people on the Sabbath. God have mercy. Jesus said, until this day, talking about the Sabbath, my father worked, so I also work. So that's why I'm telling you, if you, if you want to uh, tell people about the Sabbath, you got to go on the Sabbath according to Jesus. You got to read it careful. You got to go on Yahashua to give you wisdom about the Sabbath. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. So you don't get into judging other people for that day. Because Jesus was judged because they were saying he was breaking the Sabbath. And see what Jesus did. He had mercy. Not judging or not leaving the people that died. Maybe if some of the people he healed on the Sabbath, if he left them for Sunday, the first day of the week, they, they probably would have died. So what, what mercy would God would have been wouldn't shown there? None. So by the Lord healing them on the Sabbath, he showed mercy. And mercy will always triumph over judgment, the Bible said. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So, my brothers and sisters, you know, I don't want to offend you who keep the Sabbath. No. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not telling you that we should break the Sabbath. Hallelujah. No, no, please. Don't misunderstand me. I respect you for doing it. I truly do. And I welcome you to the West Side. Hallelujah. You keep the Sabbath. Hallelujah. You're my brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. But make sure you keep the Sabbath according to how Jesus kept it. Have mercy on the on people on the Sabbath, please. Have mercy on them. Praise Jesus. And if you want the Lord to open people's eyes to keep the Sabbath, go ahead, pray, pray for that. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. You know, and if the Lord wants me to teach about the Sabbath here, more deep into it, because I could teach more about it, I, I'm going to pray about this, hallelujah. I already started, hallelujah. And I will ask the Lord if you want me to teach about keeping the Sabbath. And we all keep it together. That's not a problem. We can all keep it together. I don't have a problem, you know. And I don't say I break it because I actually don't do much on the Sabbath. I stay with my family. I share with my family. I don't do work. I used to be a keeper of the Sabbath, very, you know, to the point that I will not do anything on the Sabbath. I'm telling you, I will not carry anything on the Sabbath. I used to, truly used to keep the Sabbath, but I kept on going to the gospel, reading what Jesus did on the Sabbath. You know, and I said, so that means we can do things that we need to do on the Sabbath, and not necessarily we're not breaking it. Praise Jesus. And that's why Jesus was telling the, the scribes and Pharisees, because they were keeping the Sabbath being a hypocrite, not having mercy on people. And this is the dangerous thing about about keeping the Sabbath, that if we're going to turn to to hypocrite, that people will need our help on the Sabbath, hallelujah. And just because we're keeping the Sabbath, we're not going to help them. Then what mercy are we applying here? None. 
So we truly have to apply mercy. Hallelujah. Jesus have mercy on us. We have to apply mercy. And Jesus said, until the day, this day, talking about the Sabbath, my Father works. So if you need to do something for God on the Sabbath, hallelujah, don't think you're breaking the Sabbath. No, you're not. Because Jesus did it. Hallelujah. So especially something that God expects you to do. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. So keep the Sabbath, but keep it with wisdom. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Yes, don't go to work on the Sabbath. Hallelujah. Don't don't go to work on the Sabbath. Hallelujah. That that's that that's that's clear to understand. If your boss wants to give you Saturday to pay you overtime, don't take it. You know that's your day for you to keep keep the Sabbath. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. But if someone calls you that need help on the Sabbath, help them. Don't deny it. Hallelujah. And that's what the Pharisee and scribe did. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. When people needed help, they didn't help them. So that's why Jesus rebuked them. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. And I, I, I'm, I'm a believer that if you keep the Sabbath, God is going to bless you. I truly believe that because I practiced that for, for, for over a year. And, and let me tell you, I, I was being blessed big time for keeping the Sabbath. It's biblical. It's in the Bible. I'm telling you, God will bless you. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. If you keep the Sabbath. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. And I'm going to ask the Lord to bring a Bible study about keeping the Sabbath. And you'll see, I'm going to show you through the Bible. Hallelujah. All the other good things of keeping the Sabbath. And also, hallelujah, how we should keep the Sabbath. Hallelujah. Because a lot of people don't know how to keep the Sabbath. This is one thing I noticed. Hallelujah. A lot of people want to keep the Sabbath, but they don't know how to. And this is very important. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. So let me keep on reading here. So David says, For the Lord will judge his people. He will repent himself concerning his servants. Why his servants? Because his servants have repented of their sin, have turned away from their sin, hallelujah, and are seeking God. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. He will judge those who stay in sin, but he will have mercy on those who repent. And that's what repenting, that is the good of repenting, that if you and I repent from our sin, God will have mercy on us. Okay? That will be, excuse me, one of the things that we will enjoy by repenting. Hallelujah. That these things are available for us through repenting. The blessings of God. The mercy of God. Hallelujah. Heaven being there for us. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. And that's what Jesus wants. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. That we repent. That we turn away. And then his mercy comes upon our life. And then he will be able to restore us to repenting. So that's why repentant people take repentance uh, simple. But it's not simple. It's actually a message that should be preached now. More than ever. Because people need more repenting now more than ever. Hallelujah. There's so much different way people can sin out there. Hallelujah. That we need a lot of repenting. We need to stay in repenting. Hallelujah. And understand how serious repenting is. Because many people, and I'm going to say this, the, the ugly part of, of sin, that if we stay in sin and we don't repent, we can go to hell. And I will tell you, God will throw us in hell. Because our own action, or I will say our own inaction, not acting upon, upon what God says we should do, repent, hallelujah, our own inaction will, will, will keep us straight into the way of hell. You know, and let me tell you, 
Why do I say we should not take this lightly? Because there's more than 100 people an hour going to hell every day. So how is it so that so God showed his brother, hallelujah, he showed how people are just being dropped into hell from the earth. Every hour with more than, I believe, 1,100 people go to hell. And a lot of these people knew a lot about the Bible, but they did not do through repentance. So what I'm saying is, hallelujah, that if people don't repent, don't take repentance serious, hallelujah, and when they repent, they don't turn away, which that's what I mean, serious, hallelujah, they can go straight to hell. And let me tell you, it will not do you any good to blame God or blame other people. Because God, God don't want to hear that. God want to hear that you take full responsibility for your sin. Will someone please type this on the, on, the, on the chat room? That God wants to hear from you that you take full responsibility of your sin. Please someone type that on the chat room, hallelujah. For the people that cannot hear the program, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, hallelujah. God don't want to hear that we don't take full responsibility. Hallelujah. Because when you don't repent sincerely, what happens is the sin that is upon your life, Satan, which the Bible says in Revelation, is the accuser of the brethren, will go before the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. When someone type this out too, hallelujah, that Satan, the accusing of the brethren, but you will repent your sin. He will take that and accuse you before the Lord. Hallelujah. Pray Jesus. In a lot of time, he's allowed to attack your life. Hallelujah. Pray Jesus. Hallelujah. In a lot of the attacks lead unto death. And then when you die in sin, hallelujah, without repenting, you cannot enter heaven. Because that is one thing that is available to humanity, repenting. This is why, hallelujah, I say to you, my brothers and sisters, that repenting is so important, that we repent, that we take it serious, that we don't take it lightly, hallelujah, praise Jesus, hallelujah, we don't need, to, we got to take sin serious, please type that on the, on the chat room, we need to take sin serious, very serious, hallelujah, now take it lightly, like many do. Hallelujah. Sing, hallelujah, my feel fun. My feel good. But let me tell you, the end of the sinful, the end of sin is dead. It's hell. That is the end of sin. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. And when you stay in sin, you might end up in hell. I won't say you, you will because you can repent. Hallelujah. But it's not the will of God that you stay in sin. If not, he will not send Jesus to die on the cross. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Jeremiah says, Hallelujah. If the nations against whom I have pronounced turn from their evil, I will repent of the evil that I have thought to do unto them. Praise Jesus. So if you think judgment is upon you because of your, of your sin, and you think God is going to kill you, you think God is going to send you to hell, let me tell you the good things that the Lord says to Jeremiah. 
that even though he has pronounced judgment on your life, although God has said that you will die in your sin, if you repent, God will repent of what he has said that will come upon your life. That's what God said through Jeremiah. That's the opportunity he has given you and I. Hallelujah. Pray Jesus. I'm going to post this on the chat room. Hallelujah. And I believe this is very important. Hallelujah. Pray Jesus. Hallelujah. Exactly what God has said he would. He would do. Hallelujah. Pray Jesus. Hallelujah. He would repent of what he has said. And what he had pronounced. If the nation against who I have pronounced, turn away from the evil. I will repent of the evil that I start to do unto them. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. You see how merciful God we serve, my brothers and sisters. He is so merciful. He is so good. <coughs> Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. He is so good. Hallelujah. He don't want just to destroy people. He wants to give them the opportunity, hallelujah, to repent. To turn away from the evil, hallelujah. To come back to God, hallelujah. To have the opportunity, hallelujah. To return back to him, hallelujah. He loves you. He truly loves, hallelujah. He truly loves you. And he truly wants you, hallelujah, to return back to him, hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Listen, I will be back. I'm going to take a break. Forgiven because you were forsaken. I'm accepted, you were condemned. I'm alive and well, your spirit lives within me because you died and rose again. I'm forgiven because you were. I'm accepted, you were condemned, I'm alive and well, your spirit lives within me, because you died and rose again. Yeah. 
Jesus, hallelujah. Jesus is so wonderful, hallelujah. He loves us so much, hallelujah. He is a good God, hallelujah. Isaiah 55, 7 says, Let the wicked forsake his ways, and the righteous man his thoughts. Let him return unto the Lord. He will have mercy upon him. And to our God, for he will abundantly pardon. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. For my thoughts are, are not your thoughts, hallelujah. Neither are your ways my ways, says the Lord. For as heaven is higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts, hallelujah. For as the rain coming down, and the snow from heaven, and return not thither, hallelujah, but whether the earth, it make it bring forth, and by it will make give seed to the to the sower and bread to the eater. Hallelujah. So it shall be my word, be go forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish which that I please, and it shall prosper, prosper in the things where I ascend it. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. You know when I read this old version Bible, I, I get confused. Hallelujah. I got to change it to the more modern. Translation, hallelujah. It's much easier for me to read them, hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. But it's clear there, hallelujah. The words, says Mercy Learn, that I speak are like that. They will not return to me without producing results. They will accomplish what I want them to. They will do exactly what I send them to do, says this Bible translation. Praise Jesus. So my people, you will leave Babylon with joy. You will be laid out in peace. Hallelujah. It's a great promise of God. Hallelujah. That if the wicked repent, he will pardon them. He will forgive them. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. That's the merciful God we serve, my brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. His sins are straight out for the people. Hallelujah. Who repent. Hallelujah. He wants to restore them. He wants to forgive them. He wants to cleanse them with his blood. Hallelujah. He wants to cleanse them for all iniquity. Hallelujah. All unrighteousness. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. He wants them, want them to enjoy total freedom in Christ. Because total freedom is only in Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. It's available for us. Hallelujah. If we truly repent. Hallelujah. If we truly seek the Lord, it's available. We, we cannot take it for granted like many do. Hallelujah. This is something serious. This is life and death. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. And we should not take this lightly like many people like to. Hallelujah. We got to understand how serious repenting is. Hallelujah. It's very serious. Hallelujah. That we turn away from singing. We don't look back. We don't have no regret. Because a lot of times people start thinking, oh, what I have back in the world. There's no, no, no. Don't do that. Don't torment yourself. Start thinking about the past. Leave it behind. If God already forgotten what you what you done in the past, if He already put it under the blood of Jesus, why are you still remembering? Why are you still bringing that to your mind? Hallelujah! Don't do that. Hallelujah! Don't bring the past sin that God has already forgiven you about back to your mind. Don't let the devil do that to you. Praise Jesus! Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Don't let the devil bring the past sin that you committed. Will you please type this down, Jessica? Thank you very much, sister. The past sin that you committed, don't let the devil bring you back to your mind and accuse you of it when it's already under the blood of Jesus, when God already has forgiven you about it. Hallelujah. 
Don't let him use the past to torment you, to make you live a miserable life. Hallelujah. Don't allow this into your mind and your life. Hallelujah. Don't go to bed meditating on your past. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. What, what kind of evil you did? How horrible it was. No. Don't do this, hallelujah, because then you're not focusing on what God has for you now. And his mighty good pardon and mercy on your life. There's so much that we need to learn, hallelujah, from God. So much God wants to show us, reveal to us, teach us, hallelujah. And in order for us, hallelujah, okay, in order for us to receive the new oil that God has for us, hallelujah, our mind needs to be clean, needs to be without that, that past, those mistakes we made in the past. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Leave it behind. If God has forgiven you, why have you haven't forgiven yourself? Okay? Forgive yourself. Stop blaming yourself for your past. No. If you already took responsibility before God, and you know God has forgiven you, the blood of Jesus has cleansed you. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Believe it. Work it out. Claim it. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Make forgiving yours. Make pardon yours from God. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Don't torment yourself. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. The same with your partner, your wife or your husband. Don't blame them from the past. Hallelujah. The devil does that. He, that's his job. Don't you be, don't you join Satan in that. Don't blame your husband for the past that he had already repented. Don't blame your wife for her past that she already had repented of. Repented of, hallelujah. Don't do that. Live in peace. Your presence now should be peace and joy from the Holy Spirit. That should be your presence now. Not an argument about the past. Now that you did that to me, you did this to me, I still remember, and I'm going to take this to the tomb. I remember that little thing you did to me, and I'm going to take that to the tomb. Don't do that. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. If God has forgiven your husband, it is done. If God has forgiven your wife, it is done. Hallelujah. If God has forgiven your daughters, your son for their mistakes, it is under the blood. Leave it under the blood. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. He said he will throw your sin, hallelujah, deep into the sea. He will not remember anymore. Leave it there. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Leave it under the blood. Leave it under the cross. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. That's what God wants you and I to do. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Don't let the devil go to the past and bring it back to you and say, Oh, look what you did. And you think you're forgiven. You're fooling yourself. No, he's trying to receive you again. That's what he's trying to do. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. God has already forgiven you if you truly repent. If you have turned away from that. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. He don't, God don't remember that. He don't. Hallelujah. So if God don't remember your past sin because you already have repented, 
Who are you to be remember them? Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Praise God, hallelujah. Don't you see that what the devil was trying to do is he wants to help us live a horrible Christian life, a tormented Christian life. When Jesus came to set us free, he came that we will have hallelujah life and have it abundantly. And who he has set free is free indeed, Jesus said. Hallelujah. He poured it under his blood. Hallelujah. Leave it there. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Enjoy your freedom in God. Claim it. Pray unto your own life. Hallelujah. Proclaim the blood over your life. Proclaim the blood of Jesus over your sin. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. He came to set the captive free. That means you are free. Praise Jesus. If you're one of those captives that said, Jesus, I repent. Jesus set me free. I believe in Jesus. That's it. It is done. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. It is done. Jesus said, it is done. So if God says it's done, what it done means? It's done. <laughs> That's what it means. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Jesus said, Jesus said it is done. What does that mean, brother? <laughs> it is done. No more. That's it. Nothing else. Finish. The end. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. You know, a lot of people, you know, this is what frustration comes out of. Okay? Frustration comes out of us blaming, blaming ourselves. Okay? And that's what happens. When you are sitting there, hallelujah, in your bed or watching the television or everywhere, and you're sitting and you're meditating about your past, something that God already has forgiven you for, and then you start getting all frustrated. What the devil's doing is frustrating your Christian life by bringing this to your mind. And then when we speak of our freedom, you don't know what we're talking about because you say I'm a Christian, and I'm still thinking about my past. I'm still getting, having all these headaches about my mind. It's busy all the time. But it's you doing that. Yeah, the devil brings it to you. The accuser brings it to you. Hallelujah. But it's you responsible for it. Repent those thoughts. Get them out of your life. Hallelujah. Jesus has set you free. Hallelujah. Enjoy it. Thank God for it. Praise God for it. Praise him for your freedom. Thank Him for setting you free. And enjoy, hallelujah. Be free in the Lord, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, hallelujah. Yes, so they will want people to be miserable. Hallelujah. This is where hating one another comes from. Jesus said, love one another. But you don't see that. You see, hate one another. So why is that? Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Yeah, we know the devil is behind it. But who's responsible for it? You and I. You and I are responsible. Because Jesus said it's done, and we're still questioning Jesus. We're still questioning the word. That's what we're doing when we question our past that Jesus has already forgiven us. Hallelujah. God said, I will not remember anymore, say God through the prophet, your sin. And what do we do? We remember so what are we doing? We're calling God a liar. We're our own action. And God is not a liar because God is not a man. He is a spirit. 
He is the Almighty. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. And what he has said is done, it is done. Don't look further. Don't question it. Believe it. You know, this is why I tell people, listen, if you're going to come listen to this program, you got to listen by faith. You know, I don't mean no disrespect to my brothers and sisters, but I'm saying you need to put your faith in action. Because if you, when you're listening to the Word of God, you're not believing it, you're not going to receive it. It's not going to do any action in your life. The only action the, the Word does, does is through faith. Hallelujah. And that is why God said, without faith, that it's impossible to please God. Because there's nothing happening without faith, without and unbelief. Nothing. You're lo- looking and waiting to see something happen. Nothing happens. Other people say, Brother Obi, I received a miracle through your program. Thank you. I was set free, brother. I thank you what God did in my life. So your program is mighty, and I get those emails. And I rejoice with them. Hallelujah. But some other people who don't, who are not putting their faith in action don't receive anything. Hallelujah. And other people are jumping up and down how they're getting set free. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. you got to put your faith in action. you got to put your faith in God and his promises that, he, that I just read to you in Isaiah 57, that the word that came out of his mouth, will not return void to him. If he gives you freedom through Christ, you got to say, Amen, I receive it in Jesus' name. I believe it in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. You know, when I don't see nothing happening in my life, you know what I question? My faith. Am I believing God? I don't question God. God is always perfect. God is always able to do anything. I question my own faith. Am I believing his word? Am I believing his promise? Is my faith growing in God? Or am my faith is still be is not at the master sea level yet? Because let me tell you something. Jesus compared faith to the master sea. And I want you to go out there and look for a master sea online. And I want you to see how small the master sea is. It's the smallest sea of all. Like Jesus says, hallelujah. But when it's planted in the field, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something about the master seed. When it's planted in the field, it's become the largest tree of all. And birds come to net on them, Jesus said. Hallelujah. So my brothers and sisters will be your faith in Christ. When you plant your faith on Jesus, when you plant your faith on the true word of God, your faith will start growing. You will go beyond the master sea. You will go on beyond an orange and apple. Hallelujah. And it will go on and on and on. And you will find out how the power of God moves in your life. And you will see miracle happening. Miracle happening. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. I mean, I, 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 I went out, I've been around people lately. Praise Jesus. And I, I, I see the reaction. I've I seen, uh, hallelujah, people who are not Christian being touched by God. And I see the reaction back. Wow. Hallelujah. Right when, I, when I'm not noticing something, God is using me to touch somebody around me, out in the community. Hallelujah. And I don't go out very much. The Lord wants me to stay at home. And I stay home most of all the day long. When I need to go out for something, I go out for something. In that little while, when I go out, God is touching somebody. 
Hallelujah. Without me knowing it. And then I see the reaction of the person right away. And people like this Muslim man from another religion. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. He felt the presence of God. And he felt kind of like, hmm, this is good. They don't feel the presence of Muhammad or Allah, like they say. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. And he kind of questioned that, like, you know, you're different. You're different. And I usually stay quiet. Hallelujah. Because I have nothing to give people by Jesus. And he is the only one that can save people. And I know that. I know if Jesus doesn't do anything, nothing gets done. Praise Jesus. But we got to believe. We got to believe Jesus. We got to believe his promise. And he will do what he said he will do. Because he is God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And I told him I had a radio program. Hallelujah. He said, oh, you do? What it's all about? And I said, it's a Christian radio program. Oh, give, give me, give me, give me, give me the page online. Give me the address. I said, oh, I'll write it down for you. He was working on, on my wife's card. And I went and gave it to him. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. He went and played one of the old programs. And I don't know how the anointing went and touched his life right away. The presence of the Lord did it. <laughs> Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. He wanted to see me again to talk about it. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. And I let him know I serve God. Hallelujah. And, I, and so what religion are you? <laughs> I'm not a religion, man. Hallelujah. I'm only a son of God. I'm not, I, I don't believe in religion. Religion was made by men and the devil. That's what I believe. So if you ask me what religion I am, I ain't no religion. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. I don't preach no religion. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. I don't send people to church. I send people to Jesus. That's why I send people. Go to Jesus. Jesus can set you free. Because if I send you to church, hallelujah, you're going to find all these problems. You're going to walk right out again. What are you going to do? Albie, you send me to church. <laughs> it's your poor. You sent me to that church, and all that I found was problem there. So what do you say after that? Okay? So don't send people to religion. Send people to Jesus. Tell people that they need to have a personal relationship with, with the Son of God, with Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. And see what God will do in their life. Hallelujah. I don't preach religion. If you ask me to what church do I go to? I don't belong to any church, hallelujah. And it's not that I haven't been invited or I'm not wanted in church. I got pastors to a friend of mine who wants me to be part of their ministry, hallelujah. And I and I asked the Lord, the Lord says no, and I have said no back to them. They don't agree with me. They think I should have a powerful ministry in their churches. I should be a pastor of a church. I got offered $1,000. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. To pastor a church. And I turn it down. I got offered a lot of money to be a ministry. And I turn it down. And I don't say this with pride. Please don't misunderstand me. What I'm telling you is that I believe 
We have to have a personal relationship with Jesus. Praise God. And if that is not being taught in the place of worship, hallelujah, then we have to ourselves teach people in our own life that they need to have a personal relationship with Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise the Lord. I do tell people that they need to be faithful to God and they're giving. And they're tithes and offering. I don't, I don't tell people to steal from God. I don't teach that. Hallelujah. So people don't misunderstand me. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. But some people who give faithfully the tithes and offering don't have a personal relationship with Jesus. They don't believe in the righteous. Hallelujah. They don't care who comes, whether Satan or the devil, whether Satan or Jesus. Hallelujah. So if Jesus comes in the rapture and they stay, and the, and, and the market of Jesus impl- uh, implemented, they'll take it. They'll say, put it here, put it here. I need to go to work. Hallelujah. Because they're so focused on their life. They're so focused on work. And this is why this is so dangerous. If you're not focused on Jesus, if you're not focused on a personal relationship with the Son of God, hallelujah, what may end up happening is you don't wait for him. You don't expect him to come in the rapture like a thief in the mind. What will happen is you stay in the seven-year tribulation. And when the answer Christ made mandatory for everybody to have a mic and the forehead or the hand, a mic and the beast which represent the name of the Antichrist, the sex, 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 you will say, put it here because I need to go to work. That's what you end up saying, hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Praise the Lord, hallelujah. And I don't say this, please don't misunderstand me, that if you go to church, you don't find God there. No, I don't say that. I don't preach against churches. Please don't understand me. Listen, I had great pastor, women, and, and brother, hallelujah, that have wonderful churches. I mean, I can tell you, hallelujah, praise Jesus, hallelujah. I tell you right now, praise Jesus, hallelujah, that, that I know a few pastors, not a lot, who are truly seeking the Lord. Who are, who are really walking with the Lord in personal relationship and are teaching it to other people. But I don't know of a lot of places like this, so please don't think I'm preaching against churches. I'm not doing that. I'm just telling you now exactly what my, my sister Amy is saying. It is so dangerous not to focus on Jesus right now. It is so dangerous. This is what we're saying to you. If you're not focusing on Jesus you may fall on, on a lot of false teaching out there. Hallelujah. Because there's a lot of places teaching that the rapture is not biblical. When it is biblical, when Jesus is talking about the rapture, the Father is talking about the rapture, the Holy Spirit is talking about the rapture, and, and people got different agenda down here. So please don't misunderstand me. Please. I, I know a few pastors that are women of God and men of God who got their churches, who are teaching the true word of God. Okay, praise Jesus, hallelujah. I'm, I'm just t- talking about the false teaching up there, where Jesus said, many will come in my name and will deceive many. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. And those are those that come in Jesus' name who are telling people they are Christian and are deceiving people, are preaching against the rapture, Hallelujah. And they're telling people that the rapture is the second coming. That is a lie. Rapture and second coming are two different things. And the rapture, he comes like a thief in the night. 
In the second coming, all I will see him. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. And the rapture, the, the unbeliever don't know what happens after it happens. Okay? In the second coming, every eye who has left, who, who is at the end of the tribulation, at the end of the seven years, will see Jesus come in the cloud. Hallelujah. With his mighty angel, says the Bible. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. And some of us are coming down with Jesus too. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. When he comes with his mighty angel, the second coming. Because we're coming down to the millennium, to the thousand year reign of Christ. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. So my brothers, that's what I'm saying to people. But please don't misunderstand me. I'm not preaching against churches. They are wonderful churches. Hallelujah. But it's so dangerous right now to not be focusing on Jesus because there's so much false religion, false teaching out there that is misleading people, deceiving people. Praise God, hallelujah. And we need to teach the truth. We need to teach the true word of God, hallelujah. That if we don't seek righteousness, if we don't seek holiness, hallelujah, without it, no one can seek the Lord. Hallelujah. No one can have supper with the Lord very soon. And, and, and the rapture, without seeking righteousness, without seeking holiness. You will not enjoy on that table. You will not have a prayer or spoon in that table when you, for that supper unless you seek righteousness and holiness with Jesus. Hallelujah. So if you want to have a seat there, you want to have a prayer and a fork and a spoon there and a knife, hallelujah, to eat a wonderful meal very soon, okay, you, you can make sure... You are doing what the Bible tells us to do. You got to make sure you're working in a personal relationship with Jesus. You got to make sure that you're listening to him and that he is leading your life every day. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. This is what we're saying to you. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. And the Lord showed his sister, hallelujah, that that table is beyond the end of that table for people to, to suffer with the Lord. But you know what? Hallelujah. Many will not make it to that table. Many who, who are going to be expected to make it are not going to make it because they are being deceived by others. And God don't hold others responsible. God holds 